Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thanks for joining the Guided Trip Fly Fishing Podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. On this week of the podcast, uh, Ryan McVeigh and Dane Scott join me to talk about walk waiting, um, walk waiting setups, what we like to use, our process when we uh, go out to the river to walk wade. Um, we go through a lot of different things, and it was honestly pretty tough for us to figure it out and just go through all of that information and everything we could possibly cover. I think we did a pretty decent job of it. Um, we had a good time doing it. As always, if there's anything that you guys want to add or say or have any questions, don't hesitate to email us um, or send us an Instagram message, something like that. But you can our email is theguidedtrip at gmail.com. You can find the Instagram at theguidedtrip. Um, like I said, don't hesitate to send us a message if you have something you want to say. Um, after doing this podcast, I realized that we literally just did a recap of a Hank Patterson video, which is pretty entertaining. Um, if you have seen the Hank Patterson video, then you know what we're talking about, but we didn't mean it to go this way. So it was pretty funny for us afterwards when we realized what happened, but hopefully you enjoy this episode of the podcast on walk waiting, um, and walk waiting setups. Thanks guys. Enjoy. will be edited. Is this awkward? <laughs> Is this awkward for you yet? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to figure out how to do that. I don't know. Um, so we have three people on the podcast again, um, two mics. So bear with us. We're trying to get it all figured out. Um, Dane is here. If you don't know Dane, go listen to the podcast with Dane. It is awesome. Um, good time. But yeah. he's back. It's hilarious. Hanging out and he's going to put some input in today. Um, but so got an email the other day from a guy talking about walk waiting, um, what the perfect walk waiting setup is. Do we have a perfect walk waiting setup? Is there anything we can help with to say, Hey, yeah, of course we have a perfect, no, I don't think there is a perfect walk waiting setup. No. I mean, I think today we'll kind of talk that through. We'll talk about what works for you. Um, but you also have to have the, the bare necessities as well. So, yeah, that's going to be – there is no perfect way to go around it, but I think what we discussed was talking about um, just what we like to use. We're going to go over a couple different types of packs and different things and how we like to use them, what we have in there, um, and what you should and shouldn't bring or whatever. Um, but obviously with walk waiting, there are essentials that you need, and there's a lot of different situations for walk waiting whether you're hiking into high mountain lakes or high mountain streams, um, backcountry, whatever. And then there's walk waiting where you might be 10 minutes from your truck. You might be walking away from the boat and grabbing some stuff that you might need. Um, 
in my opinion, you should just get a boat and not walk waiter. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. As a walk waiter, there's one thing I'm missing. It's a boat. It's a boat. <laughs> and somebody to row it. Yeah, exactly. First you need a boat, then somebody to row it, and then... And then we'll get the girls. Yeah, and then you'll have... Then you get the khakis and then the girls. Um, oh, we, we're already screwing up here. Here we go. Plug that puppy right in there. Uh, my bagel. Now can you hear again? My bagel. My bagel. We're See, back. we're already doing good. Cleaning I, it up. I know, know, I know. I wanted to say a lot of things. Um, but yeah, so I know we both, I, all of us kind of have some ideas, um, but I guess we could just jump into it and talk about different types of packs that we have or use. Um, and I got to go back a little bit on my notes, but I think I do. No, I don't. I just ripped all my notes too. <laughs> right I'm, and i'm really killing it right now <laughs> well i mean you know and you know there's sling packs there's hip packs there's all kinds of different packs you can use um and you know for a walk waiter some people just like to you know carry flies in their pocket and that's fine too um but we're going to talk more about rigging up how to have a good rig how to have everything you need without having too much dangle, without having too much gear. I think we should you. address it too from a guide perspective and from just a normal perspective of somebody out fishing. You know, Perfect. obviously what a guide is going to have in his pack uh, is going to be completely different from what the average Joe sandwiches. Might have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lots of food and water. Um, no beer, uh, just food, water, jackets. Maybe um, a soda. Yeah, maybe. You know, that's pushing it. For me, you know, I need a soda. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> blood sugar's low. Um, but so I, I guess like my go-to for walk waiting is going to be a waste pack. Um, and for most of the walk waiting I do around Gunnison, I'd say, I go to a waste pack. It's Definitely. just, it's a lot more comfortable, um, you know, for me than carrying a sling pack or something like that. But I do have a sling pack as well. But um, we can go into, obviously things have changed over the years and our ideas have changed and what we want and what we want to, um, what we feel we need to bring. Um, and there's a lot more technology. Definitely. As well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I, I mean, I've moved towards more towards waterproof everything. Um, For sure. you know, the waterproof waste pack and the way I think about that is there's a lot of different waterproof options and people who make waterproof options. You know, I know fish pond makes some, uh, Patagonia, Umquist starting, uh, there's some other companies that have some, you know, watershed is starting to get into some right. different bags and that are completely waterproof, but it is a good option. And a lot of the things that people are going to say is like, oh, well, you don't need waterproof because you're never going to wade up to your waist. That's what people say. Incorrect. I believe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things that happen. You could slip and fall in the river and exactly. then all of a sudden all your stuff is wet and you got to deal with that. And if you, you know, they are pricey. The waterproof packs are definitely going to be pricier. Um, but if you, you know, talking last night, Dane and I were kind of just BSing a little bit last night talking about it. You know, you might have two grand, three grand worth of flies and gear in that pack. There's no point in not protecting it. You know, you've already invested that much money into your gear and your flies. Like why not throw another 300 bucks into a waterproof pack? Oh, yeah, for sure. And it, it, you know, for me personally, when I, you know, uh, quick side story i lost a couple toes um and they got reattached but i'm a lot clumsier than i used to be um and i i had a really great umco hit pack but after my fifth fall and having to pull all my flies out the next night and dry them all out got really old really quick 
um, that's when I hit you up and I was like, dude, I need you to hook me up with a, with a submersible pack. And it's kind of changed my life. But it, it's for, definitely a game changer. But for everyone out there, if you don't zip your hip pack up all the way, it turns in <laughs> it your wet your dry pack turns into a wet pack pretty quick. So <laughs> food for thought. A big water balloon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I feel like we can all pretty much say, I mean, for the most part, you use a waterproof. Dane used a waterproof pack yeah, too, I right? Yeah, the Stormfront, the Patagonia one. Yeah, yeah, same. But I use um, a sling. I don't have a hip pack anymore. No. Um, and, I mean, I, I do want to talk about the sling. Um, we'll kind of double back up, but I guess we both probably have some pros and cons written down about each. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'd say for a waist <clears throat> pack, there are lots of waterproof options. You don't necessarily have to, but that's my opinion on it. You know, I want to be able to protect all my gear. Right. Um, you know, and with that pro that there is waterproof options with a waterproof bag, you are going to decrease in capacity. You're not going to have as many pockets. You're exactly. not going to have all these things. But another thing to think about too, is the more pockets you have, the more shit you're going to try and fill, oh, you know, you're going to try sure. and find stuff to, you're like, Oh, I got an empty pocket. I need to find something to put in Different there. Different size fly boxes. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> um, and so I think, you know, just for us to think, I remember when you got your waterproof pack, Ryan, and I was telling you, Hey, you know, like, you just need to learn how to minimize some things, you know, and what do you really need? What do you not need? Um, and that's hard to do. Right. And decide, you know, when you're leaving your truck, okay, I don't need this box of flies. Am I going to need this? What can I put in here, you know? And that's tough to think about, but you have to find ways to do it. And hopefully we can address some of those as they come up. But um, I think the the waste pack is good too because it's pretty easy to hold a net in a waste pack. Um, yeah, exactly that is right. one downfall. And I sling. do want to talk about the sling with the net um, at yep. some point here, but it's pretty easy to just stuff a net in that waste pack and exactly. be able to carry it, and it's really easy access. Right. Yeah. And it's nice too. The waste pack is really easy to pull around on your body and yeah. be able to open it and get two things. That's the that's one of my biggest things about the about the waste pack, the hip pack, is when you swing around to get your flies back on, you know, to get your flies in front of you where you can dig in your pocket, the net will stay on the back. On the sling, it's a lot more difficult. Uh, and we'll get to that too. Yeah, oh, definitely. Dude, I've got some stories about that. Send, <laughs> send away, man. <laughs> well, like, We're here the, for a good time. <laughs> with the sling, dude, and like walk waiting, I put the net, it fits pretty good like when you're walking around, you know. It's, and some companies have different options. You know, obviously yeah. Fish Pond is going to have maybe a better, no, they don't. Well, so Fish Pond does have their net, uh, the little net pouch. The, yeah, the holster. The slip that you can put it in. Yeah. But good luck getting your net back in there. That's, that's what really? I found. Really? It's huh. impossible to do. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, uh, it's a great idea. Um, and maybe I need to just unstitch something so I can fit, so it has a bigger hole. But you, good luck getting that net back in that yeah. pack. You're hmm. not going to do it. Yeah, the Patagonia one that I have doesn't have that. Right. But, like, it fits in the, like, waist strap that it has but then yeah when you, totally when you swing it around because like the, the way it's designed you unclip like the front part right swing it around and then you can like get into your bag super easy but the net yeah is just gonna go flying everywhere so i take mine out and like wear it on my head like I there you go look like i i mean like you said i do want to double double back around to that sling and kind of what i do with it as well because it I found an option that works for me. Yeah, you can wear it as a hat if you <laughs> yeah. want, you know, and <laughs> look like ridiculous. an look like an ass hat on the river. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's kind of my you know that's <laughs> yeah that's that's you you know that's kind of what <laughs> I mean yeah you do you. Um, but so the the waste pack is good for that. You know, it has it's easy access. Right. It's really easy to get to, and I think you know 
again, for what I do for the most part, you know, guiding wise, I can, I can carry a lot of gear in that waste pack for sure. But you might not be able to carry everything you need right. and that's tough yeah. and you have to figure out a different option. But I know if I'm going out just with a buddy or going solo or whatever, then the waste pack is pretty simple. Exactly. It's, right. it's cool. You know, it's yeah, not like, not, it's not like I have to bring a bunch of snacks right. and a bunch of water bottles and jackets right. and all kinds of crap, yeah. you know? So especially if you're not going too far, yeah. you know, like, uh, we're, we're talking about a lot of the, the pros of the hip pack, but some of the cons are, you know, when you're, scrambling scree or doing you know three miles in a day that hip pack can be pretty uncomfortable and clunky and, and and just odd on your on your and hips. just yeah you don't have you don't have a lot of capacity no exactly you know right. if you are hiking a ways yeah. you know yeah and, i mean we had kind of talked about it a little bit last night too you know maybe if you are looking for options for water bottles or whatever because i mean your your hip pack is or your waist pack's nice you know the fish pond pack that yeah it does have all the accessories that right. you can attach and put right. on there and cool. I got a water bottle holder. Cool. I got this, you know, and you can fish pond is <clears> nice <throat> because they do make all those accessories right. for their bags. Right. Yeah. That um, is cool. And, and they'll you charge can, you for them. Too. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're not cheap. Um, <laughs> not free attachments, no. but they are awesome. And yeah, that's what's, I mean that I, I have the Patagonia pack, you know, and sling and waste pack, right. but it's still, you are trying to find options to how to connect stuff to that pack. Like, right. how yeah. am I going to do this? Right. Um, well, and those are some of the, those are some of the downfalls for buying a submersible pack. The technology is getting better. Like I said, fish pond has all kinds of accessories and attachments. Um, but you know, that's, that's still kind of one of the issues with the sling pack is they don't have a ton of connections to that thing. Yeah. Well, have you seen the Sims one? That one's I've not yet. No. I don't think. Actually really I cool. might have looked it up the other day. <clears throat> it's um, got like bungee straps on it. Really? And, like, oh, all wow. kinds of different things. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I was thinking about mine. You know, what if I want to put an algae on my Patagonia pack? How am I going to do that? Right. You know, I'm going to have to either fasten something or find a bottle holder that'll hold an algae and be able to attach it to that pack and that's right tough. yeah dude i was like carabinering it yeah same loop, and i lost an algae yep. doing that right yeah. so a lid in that's yeah, interesting exactly. that you bring that up too you know we can kind of double back around to the the net of the sling pack what i do is i have a carabiner on my pack mm. and whenever i move my pack around i grab my net and i have a piece of paracord attached to the bottom of my net and i just clip it and yeah. so that it just kind of hangs in the water and it's not a great option, but it's right. like, Hey, at least it's out of the way. I'm not worrying about it going anywhere. That's yeah. That's a pretty good option. I just, yeah, I just, I usually have a couple carabiners on my packs just like, Hey, yeah. what if I need to attach it or, you know, who knows? Um, and that helps too, you know, in a boat, you can attach it to things on the boat. Yeah, for um, sure. And I do want to talk about that too, you know, having those waterproof packs and being able to right. go from walk waiting to right. the boat and not worry about, all your stuff getting wet all the time if you flip a boat or if it's raining or whatever. Yeah. Um, and those things do happen. That's, you know, and a boat bag in the boat is a lot. There's, and you know, there's <laughs> yeah. not good options for attaching it, you know, and no. whatever, and it's just too much, but we'll stick with walk waiting here. Right. Well, and, and another thing, one, one of the things about a hip pack that used to suck is it literally just sat on your hip. Um, but yeah. now the new technologies uh, like fish pond, I think Sims, I think everyone's doing it now. Is now the hip pack comes with the with, with the, the shoulder strap, strap yeah, um, which is pretty sweet too, um, because the shoulder strap the shoulder strap stays out of the way, and you can still swing it around your hip without yeah. having to unbuckle it like you do on a it's got like a, a sling. swivel connects exactly, yeah. Yeah. and it does honestly it does help kind of take a little bit of that weight off there if you do yeah. have stuff in there or it's pulling on right. you or something, then right. it does help. 
well, take a little bit of that weight off. And for some of us skinny guys too, mm-hmm. you know, I can't <laughs> I can't tighten that hip pack on enough. You know, like on my umqua, it was a great hip pack, but it just got heavy on my hips, yeah. and I was always readjusting, exactly. always retightening it. Then I tightened it too just too much that my neck didn't down. fit in it yeah. proper. Yeah, uh, dude, and that's the thing too. Even like I'm not as skinny as you guys, but like <laughs> you're not. I'm not, dude. But like <laughs> you look great. Man. Thank you. <laughs> that was nice i like that <laughs> but like it'll come undone too like it would start loosening and then just like falling off right. you and you'd be sagging dude. yeah, yeah sagging exactly your, exactly sagging and your pants your yeah bag, if you're not dude. wearing waders then yeah you are sagging it right. and it's just it's obnoxious yeah and then and then you're you know then there's a whole other world of problems right. yeah. that you're like well why the hell am i dealing with this now <laughs> right. yeah. you know yeah, I, don't, you I don't understand and you're thigh deep in the water but your pack's still dragging and you don't realize <laughs> yeah. it yeah but I mean, things to think about too with that waterproof. I keep going back to it because I really can't stress that enough. It's it just like matters. It really does. And I mean, if you've ever just waded across a river and you go, okay, I'm not going to get up to my chest. You right. know, I'm not going to get nipple deep in here. But there is a chance that my bag's going to get wet, and then all of a sudden you reach in your bag and all your fly boxes are full of water. Yeah. You're like, what the hell, uh, man? This isn't. And yeah, and then you have to deal with that all day, and it's right. just another thing you don't want to think right. about you know there's already a lot that you have going on yeah. um I which, mean, is, which is kind of the point of this today we're, we're trying to make it to where you're not worrying about anything but fishing you're not worrying about drying your flies out you're not worried about definitely pack full of water yeah you know uh this is this is kind of what this is about today. yeah and the, the sling pack is nice for that too because it's yeah. up yeah. you know it's not sitting on your hip yeah. where if you go to kneel down and do something in the water or whatever I do um, like that about it. Yeah, yeah for it's, sure. It's just, it is one of those things, you know, it's not that very, the sling pack isn't very comfortable, you know, as a waist pack can be. Oh, at especially times. if you actually load it down. Yeah. Right. It's like, and as, yeah. as, as two guides, pretty oh, yeah. yeah. And as two guides speaking here, you know, as a guide, you're going to have different things that you want in your pack. Again, I brought it up a couple of times, but you're going to want to bring lots of water for exactly. clients. Yeah. You might have an extra rain jacket in there. You might be holding their rain jacket. Who knows? You might, you never know what they're going to bring or whatever, what they want to bring. And not like, not everybody shows up with, Hey, I brought my own pack today. You know, nobody really does that. Yeah. No people do, but not often. It's mostly vests. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're bringing a vest, the sweet vest, the hat with the flies on and the lures hanging off, you know, and they bring their net and that's awesome. Yeah. Bring whatever you want, you know, and, yeah, you know, not to dog the vest. Obviously, none of us here re- really wear them. Um, and you know, the, and we can we can talk about the vest. Yeah, too. I mean, we might as well get into it a little bit. I mean, I know I know really good fishermen, you know, that wear vests. Uh, yeah, and vests are really convenient because they keep everything centralized. Yes. right on your chest. Yeah. everything's easy to access. And now they have the vest packs. You yeah. know, I think Umqua does one. I don't know if Fish Pond does one. And I mean, um, the chest Sims packs and the, oh, yeah. you know, the chest packs are an interesting concept. I, I wore a vest for a long time, you yeah, know, and so I, I. I had a fish pond vest. And I loved mm-hmm. it. Well, you that know, was the only way to go back then. Yeah. I had a Cabela's vest. Nice. Hell yeah. Ports Creek style. Dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's hard to talk about the vest just cause I don't wear one anymore. Right. And there are things that they are good for. Right. Um, 
everything, like you said, is centralized. It's all right there. Exactly. You know, and you're, you're cool. I can just look down and do that. But I find myself just staring down all day. And you're like, Jesus <laughs> right. Christ, my yeah. neck. You know? like, oh, my God. Now there's something else I'm worrying about. <laughs> well, you know? If like, you're bringing a substantial amount of things in a vest. They can get heavy. You're oh, going to get yeah. tactical real quick. Oh, yeah. I picked up vests before. They're like 40, 50 pounds. It's like like a jacket. What do you, what do you, what do you have in shells in this? Is this exactly. your hunting vest? What, are you, like, what is this, man? What no, do you I've got going on? I've been keeping fish in the Just them in the back of my vest. Yeah, it is actually a bird jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just full of shells and ammo. And like, I just thought I'd, I'd look the part and wear the vest. Yeah, um, I, was, I was reaching for flies. I found a three-year-old quail. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing casting last today? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> don't even know what to say there. Dude. Don't even know what to say there. Um yeah, I mean, the vest has good things, and I'm sure we're going to get people who are like, oh, I wear a vest all the time. It's right. the best thing ever. Here's why. Please do right. that. You know, if there's things that you – if you found options that work for you, right. let us know. Right. You know, email us, send us a message on Instagram, whatever, because we do – we're trying – the whole point is to be able to help right, and make things easier. For and, and if you get anything out of this today, uh, it's this. Do what works for you. Do what makes you comfortable That's, on the river. Yeah. That, sure. That's what it's all do about. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> if you don't have a submersible hit pack, you're, you're kind of screwing up. You're not, you're not cool. Um, no, that's not what we're saying. Um, but, yeah, the sling pack, I mean, you can put a lot of stuff in there. Um, you really can. It's. I don't know how big they are. Maybe you know. Um, it's uh, twenty four liters. Is it? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. See, I don't. Yeah, I only think in cubic inches. So I think <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I know. I, I cannot what think in hell? liters. I only think in cubic inches. What the hell? So I think. I think the Patagonia one. And like I said, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's like. 1,500 you could, you cubic could inches. fit like a newborn baby in there right. for oh, sure. Pretty Maybe easily. I'm not saying you should do that. <laughs> or a puppy. Let's say yeah. puppy. A puppy, but <laughs> if you put a puppy in there, you're not going to be able to put a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll probably eat this sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flies. <laughs> yeah, you could also put flies in there. But like I said, I mean, I find so – I wear the sling pack when we go up down to Pleasure Park or we go into the canyon or whatever because exactly. then I can put stuff in there. Yep. I can put water. I can put – uh, you know, snacks, sandwiches, whatever. And I bring a lot of snacks. Ryan will tell you that. Like, dude, you've always got snacks dude, on I, deck. Oh, yeah, man. I love like, fishing with this guy. <laughs> like, so, oh, you got peanuts? He's like, I, I got, got like 12 flavors right. of Cliff Bar. Dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, Sam always <laughs> yeah. hits me up on the river. He's like, hey, man, you got any candy in your right. boat? And like, dude, I actually have a five pound bag of airheads. Yes. <laughs> or fishing will get bad, and Cameron will just be like, hey, man. I'm going to pull out a charcuterie board real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys like meats and salamis? <laughs> oh, I do it, man. I, yeah, when I we know. break on the boat, it's like, hey, you guys uh, you guys like cured meats? How <laughs> uh, about tartare? <laughs> yeah, right. I brought a lot. <laughs> it's funny you bring up tartare. We just ate some elk tartare. That was pretty pretty bomb. Oh, man. Um, Changed my life. But that's, I mean, <laughs> every time you guys come out here, it's like, hey, I'll cook. You know, I'll, br- I'll make some food up for you guys. I mean, but... Well, you think I'm doing this for glory? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think I actually enjoy the podcast? No, I, I gotta get paid this. somehow. Yeah, I can, I can drink a whiskey coke and eat some tartar. I'll be out here every week. Um, <laughs> okay, sling pack. Um, yeah, it's it's good for those things. You know, you're gonna have a lot of room. Um, but then, like I said, the more room you have, the more shit you're gonna try and put in there. Yeah, but also the sling pack's really good for those all day excursions. Not they only because not only because you can store a bunch of stuff and take a bunch of gear sandwiches jackets all that but also on those on those all days all dayers you're walking a lot 
You um, are. The sling pack fits more like a backpack, but, you know. But the more the more weight, I'm sure Dane wears a sling pack all the time. You know, the more mm-hmm. weight you put in there, the more uncomfortable it gets. Yeah, and I usually yeah. wear I wear the sling pack on most of my guide trips. Yeah. Just because I have to. Yeah. I have to put a lot of you crap can, in there. Dude, because I started like. I don't know if it's lazy or what, whatever. But I guide from a boat more yeah. than uh, yes than, than walk waiting, <laughs> and so I just put the boat box in there, and it just lives in there. Yeah, like I'll walk wait with the boat yeah. box, right? Because it fits, right? And that's one cool thing. Well, I like and that's another it. good thing about the submersible packs is they work really well in a boat. You can set it on the floor of a boat, and all your flies don't get wet, or you don't have to find some specific dangle to hang it from on a boat. Yeah. It, you can just put it down in the bed of the boat, yeah. and it's And, and it's I mean, wet. I do just because I'm anal on the boat. Right. You know, it's like I have a specific strap. It's like, cool, this is getting carabinered to it, and it's pretty easy access, but it's right. nice yeah. being – the hard part for me, I think, is going from the boat to walk waiting, you yeah. know, trying to figure out what I need from the boat or whatever – and it's an organized kind of chaos on the boat. You know, I have For things sure. I usually touch a lot that are, you know, right there. I have right. a little bag right next to me. Like, right. all right, cool. I have all my float and I have all my, you know, dry shake. I have my, my tape measure. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have everything I need right Different there. Different pliers. But, yeah, exactly. I got like four pairs of pliers. I got all kinds <laughs> of stuff. Um, I really do. I call, It's like my, it's my junk drawer of my boat. Yeah, I've um, seen it. Oh yeah, and it's, I mean it's it's pretty. I got sunscreen. I mean everything's in there, and that's the hard part for me is right. trying to decide. And I just haven't figured that out yet. Where right. I'm like, cool. How can I take everything from my boat where it's more comfortable, where I, you right. know, sit for eight hours a day, and I have everything right here. How do I take that to walk waiting? And that's tough to do. Um, exactly. Yeah. I mean, especially because if you're making that transfer, like. You mostly guide from a boat, and then you're gonna go do a walkway trip. You gotta like condense your fly selection a little bit too, and then it's like you're going through stuff constantly. Definitely, right? And I think for sorry, that, go ahead. That's where the hip pack's sweet because yeah, you can exactly. put that stuff in there. But I just have the sling. Case. And I used to keep I used to keep my hip pack on the boat, you know, and I only use that. Oh, yeah, and then I, I got a sling, that. you right. know. But it was everything I needed was in that hip pack, and I could just grab it. And the more the more stuff you have, then the more problems you have. You know, great. Now I got two bags. How, how am I going to incorporate both these bags? You know, you're going to look super cool. Yeah, there. exactly. I've definitely worn two bags before. It's like great. Oh, yeah. I got four you, or five people. I've today, seen you do it you know? at Pleasure yeah, Park too. Where it's just like, man, let's see if this works. You right. know, just trying to mess around and just see if I can find. I mean, it worked out pretty good that day. Yeah. I mean, you were carrying my sandwiches. Yeah, I was carrying. <laughs> I ended up carrying everyone's yeah. stuff somehow. So, oh, it's like it's if like you're being smart. Don't even bring a bag. Just be like, oh, dude, I got my rod and right. I got four flies. <laughs> oh, it's it's like it's like skiing. I never ski with a backpack because if you do, everyone's gonna be like, hey, man, would you hold this for me? Yeah, right. <laughs> hold my phone. That's true. Right. <laughs> would you hold my phone? Here, I'm done. I'm done with this beanie here. Yeah, I this. don't need this. Just um, empty beer can. can right. <laughs> but I mean, we can even talk about backpacks. You know, I don't, I don't do enough high mountain hiking or anything where I'm carrying a backpack. Right. Um, and if I did, I think I'm, you know, if we're hiking into the Canyon or something on a, a long trek, if I'm going somewhere where I know it's going to be a long trek, I'm going to have my backpacking backpack. And, but this is like an overnighter, you right. know, and I'm going to put a waste yeah. pack in there and go, exactly. cool. Now I can load yep. my waste pack up right. and go from there. Right. Um, but if I'm doing an all day trek up to a high mountain lake, you know, I, I'm not sure. I just don't do it enough or I'm like, I haven't figured out a good way right. to do it. Well, and you know, for those high mountain lake hikers that, you know, that's ma- the majority of the things that they do. I think Sims and I'm pretty sure Sage 
even makes a pack that has like the hip pack that connects to the back really yeah. yeah yeah they do have that. Um, yeah that's so sick. so you can kind of and they're all, obviously they're completely fisherman geared um which is pretty sweet i don't personally need one um I, I mean but if that's your thing like that's a really good option to look into i definitely like i grew up fishing high mountain lakes mostly like backpacking and stuff and it's a whole lot different though depending on where you're going because if you are going in the canyon you want more things it's gonna get more technical weight indicators high mountain lakes it's like dude i got some midges and some dry flies yeah you could definitely minimize your gear and maybe like five go-to streamers and that's all you need leeches scuds okay it's a lot (laughs) okay actually i need a (laughs) huge i need i need a a lot of stuff i need a full backpack um i mean we might not be getting anywhere with it but i think we're giving people ideas of how we can do certain things yeah Um, absolutely and i mean i was even thinking just walk waiting walk waiting's tough man because you have to figure out i mean we, I brought it up, but the boat's easy. Everything's right there, right. you know, and you know where all your stuff is. And and you can't sink the boat. You can keep putting stuff I mean, stuff some on. boats will sink for <laughs> sure. Um, unfortunately for me, mine does not. Um, but, I, I mean, we talked about it last night. You know, people with drift boats, that's a lot different, you know. Right. Now we're getting into a whole other realm, which we can. But, I mean, drift boats, is com- it's completely different. And you don't – there are latches on some areas, right. you know, but it's not like if you drown your boat, yeah. those are going to be completely waterproof. There's no way. Right. You know? But if you, you know, if there's places where you can attach bags and we just keep coming back to the waterproof aspect because it is a big thing. But if there's places you can attach bags, let's say you're, you know, floating something heavy. If you're floating in Arkansas, you're floating wherever, you know, the blue or anything. I mean, especially Colorado, Western rivers can be very unforgiving. Absolutely. And I've seen boats flip. I've been there. I've, oh, yeah. I, you know, again, fortunate enough, I haven't flipped one, but I've heard about it. I've, you know, I've, yeah, exactly. I've seen people do it and they lose everything including their boat yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah and it's just a yard sale you know and all the boats going by are just grabbing as much crap as they can but if you can figure out how to minimize your bag and make a waterproof bag work and be able to attach it to a boat you don't have to worry about it right yeah that's a sweet system you really don't like i don't want to get too into it but i don't know if you have like saddlebag type things in your boat i do have one yeah and i don't really put anything that i'm worried about losing yeah um i put my boat box in there but it's waterproof you know and then i zip it up and that way if my boat does flip it's not coming out um everything that is not in waterproof doesn't need to be waterproof yeah you know that's the thing i mean you can come back to it walk waiting it's just it's hard to figure out everything you're gonna need right and, and, you know, with walk waiting in general, um, if you're if you're planning a day to go walk wait, you got to know your river. Do your research. You got to know where you're going. Um, if you're going to, you know, uh, if you're going to go fish or snowshoe into High Mountain Creek in the winter, don't don't bring your box of chubbies. That's just not going to yeah, be necessary. Like, <laughs> no, I might I might want these. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to I'm like I, I I'm gonna bring a chubby. Just I mean, in case. don't like, get me wrong. I'm not gonna need it. I never I never don't have at least like three or four chubbies in my fly. In, in one way, or I another. can't walk yeah. away from them. It's yeah. too hard. <laughs> do you run out of indicators? Yeah. What are you gonna do? But yeah, I mean, <laughs> but point blank period. You you got to know the water you're going to. Um, you got to do a little research. You got to know. You know. You got to know the weather conditions. Do you need a jacket? You know. Um, always take a jacket. By the way, always uh, take a jacket. Um, just just know what you're getting yourself into. If you show up blind, you're gonna have a bad time. So That's can we kind of can we talk about? essentials that we might bring or that we bring yeah you know maybe go through what we like to have in our packs actually Um, actually so dan you're you're a big proponent for uh hip for for a sling pack yeah i like it a lot i mean i'm not i 
if I could have both, which I mean I could if I really tried, right. but like ideally you want to have both, but right. I just rock the sling. So what, what's what's what do you what would you say your least favorite thing about a sling? Is? There's it is like it can turn into a mess in there, like with normal oh, normal size fly yeah. boxes. It, like it's just a big empty cavity that right. you're just like. It's hard to organize. Right. Yeah, and then walking around like it doesn't stay the way that you stacked your fly boxes. Oh, in never. There. And then it's like, dude. What you try to, yeah. but it doesn't work. Or, yeah, you're looking to maybe – you're going to try to pump one fish's stomach, and you can't find the pump. It's always in the bottom. Yeah, right? it's always. <laughs> and you can never get to it. And that's when you're, like, moving your chubby box out of the way, which you didn't need. And, I mean, we can, <laughs> we can touch on that, too. I mean, with all the essentials that we have, you know, as guides, I always have a stomach pump. Right. People might say, hey, that's wrong, that's cruel, that's, you know, inhumane to, be, to pump stomachs. Um, but in my opinion, it's not. Right. Um, and I've done some yeah. research on it. It's not, but I always have a stomach pump. Absolutely. And I always need to be able to get to that stomach pump. I mean, how many days have, has that saved our trips? Exactly. We were like, oh, oh dude. shit. Yeah. Right. Going from going from two fish days to thirty fish days, literally with one fish being pumped. It's like, what is this purple midge you're eating? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, I actually have two of those. So <laughs> that's <I'm> <laughs> that's what the pump always gets you. Is like, yeah. I you're like, I didn't expect to what see that in there. That? Like, I'm gonna forget that ever happened. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna pump another one. <laughs> it's only eating crane fly, like <laughs> right? Like, what the hell? Dang it! Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, with if I'm wearing my waders, and most of the time, if it's if it's during the summer, you know, I don't wear waders a whole lot. I mean, Dane, I've seen you not wear waders in March. And you're, like, you're, out of your, you're out of your goddamn mind. Yeah, I hate them. Um, but, I, I mean, obviously you Chocos have. Chocos on the tailor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, I took this my wearing class in Chocos. Yeah, and they were like, animal. What's wrong with you? Animal. <laughs> Everyone else is wearing a but, dry suit. Yeah, they were. So, <laughs> Dane never has his waders on, you know. But I, when I do most of them, I'd say the majority of my walkway trips are in the spring or in the fall. So I yeah. want to wear waders. I want to be comfortable, but Absolutely. I have, I mean, a same thing in my waders, that front pocket, you know, that I can access. It's a junk drawer. Yeah, absolutely. I go in there and it's just, it's a shit show. There's indicators everywhere of all different colors. There's one pump in there, you know, there's granola bars, there's receipts. You're like, what the hell is all this crap? <laughs> Why do I have all this? But then when you put those waders on though, you can be like, cool. I ha I don't even have right. to go in through my stuff. Right. I have everything right here. Yeah, that, that part is great. Right. So, I mean, I, and yeah, I have two stomach pumps, you know, I have one for my boat and one for my waders and they just live in my waders. Right. So and I never have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, that's, so that's one, that's one thing that what I do when I'm doing long, when I'm doing long walks, uh, long walk wades, I have a sling pack, but every time I switch back over to my hip pack, I have to pull everything yeah. out, reorganize it, put it in the sling pack. That's the way I do it. It's yeah. not super efficient. And I also don't have. Twenty thousand dollars in flies that I can just keep in each pack. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, that, nobody does. I don't either. <laughs> there so, might be one person on the planet I can think of, and right. it's like, dude, you don't even need that right. many flies. <laughs> like, you don't need those. But I, I kind of use that. <laughs> yeah. I use that. I use that that situation as my own personal like kind of odd checklist. So when I'm switching out from my from my sling pack to my hip pack, or vice versa. Every time I do that, I'm like, do I need this? Where That's am I a good going? point. Yeah. yeah. And you, so you have to run through It's my checklist. own personal way of organizing. But how much shit do you for forget day? all the time? Right. You know? right. Either on the river or off the river, you forget something. It's more leaving stuff there. <laughs> yeah. I like, think oh, I, I left my net. I don't, I think I donate. <laughs> yeah. I donate so much, so much gear to the cause. Like, you're welcome, whoever found that. But fly I mean, box. <laughs> so we can, uh, we're, 
we're talking about all kinds of different stuff right now too. And I, yes, we do need to come back to what we carry essentials, but I mean, we can talk about that where it's like, Hey, you, you know, you shouldn't have to put your net down. Right. You know, there, there shouldn't be a situation where you're like, Oh, I'm gonna set my net down and then I'm gonna go do something else. And all of a sudden you left your net. You know, it happens. Yeah, it happens to Ryan almost every time I go fish with him. But Yeah, that's why I got a camouflage net. Yeah, that was a smart move on you. I mean, we've chased it down river miles and find it in an eddy. And you're like, Jesus, how do we find that? I told you. you. I told you being one of them. <laughs> but you sh- that shouldn't be a problem. Right. You know, and so with the sling pack, you know, maybe use a carabiner and be able to attach that like net that with system. the carabiner. Yeah, and that, that's absolutely. just what I do. It's better than um, the net hat. I yeah, think. the net hat. I mean, you look very cool. But yeah, I feel really cool. Yeah, and I'm sure people get a good laugh out of it. Because it's not just like a tiny little net. It's no. obnoxious. Yeah, exactly. The big <laughs> nets. Um, but so you can, and with the sling pack, it's definitely, or not a sling pack, excuse me, um, a waist pack, it's definitely easier to have that net there where you don't have to take it out. Um and you don't have to worry about it too much. You know, obviously, if you're going to take a seat on a rock and do something, yeah, you might have to move that net around a little bit. But it needs to be a checklist every time, Ryan. Right. Don't leave your net at the river. <laughs> well, you sat down, you pulled out your charcuterie board, and I left my net. Now, what do you want from me? I was excited. I was, I was I distracted. Yeah, I was distracted. <laughs> but, so, I mean, essentials that I, I guess I can just go for it. Essentials that I carry, obviously, is going to be I'm going to have a stomach pump one way or the other, whether I put it in my pack or on my waders, I'm going to have a stomach pump. Um, and then obviously I'm going to have a couple different colored indicators or something, you know, maybe the light's different and I need, do you mind if I interject for just one second? Uh, for, for everyone out there that doesn't know what a stump stomach pump is, um, it's basically just a little pipette. It um, looks like a turkey baster, right. small turkey baster. And for those saying like, oh, you pump stomachs, you literally only pump one fish. You don't yeah. pump every fish you catch. I pump them all. I make them all hungry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to pump every one so that they're hungry. I'm yeah, taking meals. <laughs> I got I to gotta catch these fish every day. They give need me, to be hungry. Give me your lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> give me your lunch. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Anyway, sorry, Cam. Go. No, go it's. On. I mean, it's basically... <clears throat> Yeah, like you said, it's just a little turkey baser, but it is a very handy tool, especially for guides or any fisherman, you know, and you see a lot of people lifting up rocks and, you know, looking for bugs, but there's a lot of bugs in the river at all different times that these fish might not touch. Right, for sure. And if you can catch one fish and, you know, maybe go through a go-to fly, and I talk about it in one of my podcasts, I think it might have been winter nymphing, I have no, sh- I, I can't remember right now, right. but... um. I talk about how to go through that process, you know. So the stomach pump is a huge tool. I if I don't have it, I feel like I'm naked almost. Yeah. It's like, oh no, like I need this. This is gonna be rough for sure. Um, so that for me, that's something I always have to have. I'm gonna, like I said, bring a couple different indicators, you know, maybe different sizes, different colors, and I honestly just have a little sunglass bag um, that I have in my boat that has indicators in it of all different sizes, colors, everything. That's um, exactly what I do. Too. Yeah. And that's a smart, that way they're all in a central location. You can find them and it's easy, but in my waders, yeah, it's just a junk junk drawer in my right. waders where I can just reach in there and grab a whole handful <laughs> of indicators. Why do I have all these? Oh, this one's broken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why do yeah. I even keep that? Um, so indicators are, I mean, if you're nymphing, if that's what it's going to, you need to have an indicator Absolutely. and a couple, um, and on guide trips, it's definitely different. You know, maybe you have three people, four people. You're going to need at least four indicators if you're expecting a nymph that day. Yeah. Yeah. And people and are going to break off whole rigs. Exactly. Too. I've seen it happen, especially if you're fishing in 90 degree or something like that. You can break off full rigs. Yep. 
and then all of a sudden you got an indicator floating down the river. Swimming away. <laughs> yeah. Exa- oh, yeah. I had that story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, did I tell that on the podcast? I don't know if I did. Uh, I don't know if you did tell it. Um, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I was actually, I was fishing a 90, 90 degree rig and I was just kind of getting into fishing the 90 degree rigs and trying to figure out how to fish them. And um, I, I set the hook like I mean insane when I set the hook. <laughs> like it's a bass yeah, fisher. it's not good. Um, I I set off car alarms when I set the hook. Um, but so I set the hook and I break off the indicator, and I was like, oh no! And all you know, my indicator's kind of moving around. I'm like, there's a fish under there, man. Dude, was this at McCabe's? Um, no, it was not at McCabe's. No. I think I did that once at McCabe's yeah, too. And I caught your yeah, indicator you caught, with a fish. Yeah, exactly. On it. And I did the same thing. It was like Jaws, man. You're like, put another barrel in them. You know, it's like I got to get another indicator over there. And you know, and so I actually, I mean, I watched this fish like it would go down. The indicator would just disappear. And you're like, where'd it go? All of a sudden, it pop back up and be swimming around. I need to get that taken care of. So it was all the way across the river. I couldn't cross at that point. So I just put on a streamer and ended up catching my line. And yeah, got the indicator up. with the fish on, but you never know. The whole point of the story is you never know if you might lose an indicator. Uh, you're going to um, lose indicators. It just happens. And you see them in trees all the time. You see them floating out. I mean, it's just the way it works. So if you can have an extra one on you, then you're going to be in better shape um, or a couple extra. Like I said, different colors too. Some people prefer white at different times or yellow, orange, pink, whatever. And they all, I think they all call for different occasions at times. You know, if you're throwing a white one and the morning when that sun is really tough to, or in the evening it's gonna be really hard to see that white indicator and you might want to throw on a pink one yeah i love the pink one yeah well uh, and i throw i throw a lot of black ones too and i'm trying to be stealthy they suck on a cloud you can't day. you can't see them at all <laughs> why do i even have this on here man um so obviously i'm gonna bring indicators but i mean in that pack i'm gonna have the flies i think i need if it's and the situation is going to dictate what you're going to do, obviously. If it's Absolutely. winter, like you said, you're not going to need chubbies. You're not going to need a terrestrial box, you know, a dry fly. It's just not going to happen. Leave the mice at home. Yeah, leave, <laughs> leave that at home. Unless you're you know? at Paco, which uh, <laughs> all bets are off. Yeah, you never know what you're going to need. Um, but so you can dictate what kind of flies you're going to bring and why you need them or whatever and minimize your pack a little bit there. I'm going to have weight in there, you know, and I'm in the – Patagonia packet has a little pocket in there where you can throw weight and like yeah I, I like to carry the disc one you know the double do or whatever yeah. it's called and right. because it just fits easier in there right yep. um and you're gonna have to figure out what size weights you need or whatever but it just fits easier in that pack yeah that's that's the one that I do you just um, put it right there yeah the exactly it's easy and then I might you know have some hooks in there if i'm throwing a peg egg you know and uh, yeah say all you want folks you know but <laughs> it I, works it <laughs> works and you know you we're in the business of catching fish that dog hunts <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> we're in the we have to catch fish so i might have some hooks in there depending you know if it's summer i'm not gonna bring them i don't need eggs you know it's not really gonna call for that no um and uh, they, then, they they do still work in the summer too. Though. <laughs> they, they might they <laughs> might eat them. Pine Creek, yeah. you could throw an egg year round. Wait, and where where? <laughs> <laughs> Los, Los Pinos <laughs> on the little tiny Pine Creek. Yeah, tiny one. it's in Connecticut. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wyoming actually. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like I said, the situation is going to dictate what you're going to do. But I'm going to have you know, again, it depends. But I'm going to have an extra liter or two depending on what I want to do, you know, right. maybe it's early spring and I might have an option where I could, you know, BWOs might come off. I go, cool. I need to be able to switch up and throw, you know, a dry fly leader on, on and be able to throw a dry exactly. flies. Yeah. 
but that again, it's really hard to judge what you're going to need. And it's kind of, you need to do your homework a little bit and know what you might need. Right. And there are people out there. I know I do it and I'm sure you do it. We all do it where it's like, well, I never know if I'm going to need this. Right. Oh, I might need this box. That's, and that's my MO. That's what I do. But that's, to me, yeah. you know, at times it's like, well, I'd rather have it and not need it. Right. You know, than be like, oh, shit. You know, they're eating caddis. And I decide for some reason we got this random caddis hatch and I didn't bring any caddis. Right. I will tell you, I will opt to leave the streamer box at home over anything pretty much. That's Especially just, walkway. Yeah. Yeah. Walkway streamers are just not. I'll, like, I, dude, I'll go into it. I jam. see your face. I'll go into it, dude. Uh, I never leave my streamer box. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ever. Okay, so <laughs> the, I, I absolutely hear what you're saying. The good thing about streamers is it is good for picking up a fish or two. Right. Where you can be like, cool, you know, I'm not really sure what's working. I can throw a streamer and see a fish, pick up a fish, and maybe pump that stomach and know. Right. Who knows? It's a good searcher pattern. But for me, my opinion, and I've, I've probably talked about it on here, but I don't throw in walk waiting, man. I just really do not, and I don't care to. Right. I don't <laughs> want clients throwing them walk waiting because yeah. I, they just there's no way they can figure right. it out. So, I mean, as, you know, as a walkway or not a guide, um, one of my favorite things to do is work water over with streamers. I'll, I'll, I'll nymph my Never way up. Never fish behind Ryan. <laughs> I'll nymph the moral of the story. It's beat to shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm that on, water's trashed in one way or another. No, so I'm on my own, right? I nymph my way up. I got to go back to the car. I'll, I'll slap cut banks on my way back. Um, it's a really good way to pick up a I couple, two or three extra bonus fish, yeah. and maybe yeah. that one big brown in the cup bank that you wanted to yeah. kind of probe through. Uh, for me, but I also don't take my whole streamer box. Um, that thing weighs like eight pounds, and, <laughs> and uh, it, yeah, it's just not. I know the water I'm going to. I know what streamers. I yeah. know work well there. And, and these are just our opinions. Right. What we do, you right. know. And I mean, no, no one. I mean. Brian, you're wrong. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't, it's your opinion, but it's wrong. I'm starting, um, to, no. I'm starting to feel wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Um, no, I'm kidding. But in my opinion, yeah, I don't. I just don't do it. But right. not saying it, you shouldn't or no, carry no, one course. or two, you know, but you're going to have to figure out what box you're going to put that in or where you're going to put it. Or where <laughs> right. you, you know, now you got to figure out where this is going. And <laughs> no, it's a whole dilemma. It's like, <laughs> No, I just put those barb hooks right in my pocket. No big deal. I actually don't bring boxes. I just throw all my flies in my waterproof pack, and they just bundle up and dude, do whatever they that's want. That's why fishing shirts have those pockets. <laughs> They're so massive, dude. You just throw a handful of flies in there. Also, have you? would you ever put your hand in Cameron's waiter pocket? <laughs> <laughs> Did I stab myself every time? Like, why did I put those flies in there? I watched man? you pull a tandem rig out of your out of your, <laughs> out of your just like waiters the other the day. Hell, and how was it not hooked on anything else? Like, Dude. it was a perfect like trout feed to wait to like. How did you do that? That's the bottom of my he's sling a, bag. He's, he's a magician. <laughs> Dude, I, you should watch me swallow them and then pull them out my nose. I'm kidding. <laughs> That'd be dangerous. Nobody should do that. Um, what not? Yeah, exactly. But no, so I'm not going to have streamers. That's just me. Um, like I said, whether I'm with clients or on my own, I, I might maybe if it's a cloudy day and I'm going out like, hey, right. I am going to chase, try to chase a big fish. Right. Then I am going to bring a streamer set up or a streamer, you know, a couple streamers. Right. Yeah. Um, but most of the time I just don't, I don't think about, I'm not, that's not the first thing. Like, oh, I need my streamer box. I, I go fishing. I'm sure you do too. With people that are like, Oh, I can't forget my streamers. And you're like, ah, eh, you probably could. Eh. That, if you're going to forget one thing, that would probably be the best right. thing. It's like a bright sunny day. Yeah. And you're, you're like, like, dude, what are you doing? Cats yeah. are coming off, getting eaten on the surface. So we're going to throw streamers today. 
Uh, I just like the action. No. <laughs> We're not. Yeah, I just like the action. You're like, well, I don't like getting hit in the head with that thing. So, no, we're not going I'm to. I'm trying to wean myself off Rapalis. <laughs> but, I mean, so I had an idea the other day. I haven't really done it yet, but um, a fly patch on your pack, you know, on those waterproof packs. You know, I carry that little foam flip-flop, and I've talked about it on the podcast. But what if you just took a little piece of, uh, you know, Velcro? And glued it onto your outside of your pack, and then you right. just put. You know, yeah. I haven't done it yet, but I was like, <clears> just kind of hit idea. me one day. And I'm like, oh, that's a, not a bad idea. Right. Well, um, and you, you've seen my setup. So when I take when I take a sling pack, I'll have like a really minimalist lanyard that has some foam around it. You know, like the lanyards do. Mm-hmm. And I have a place so I can change out my flies too, so I'm not putting wet flies back in my box. Um, yeah, and put a couple crucial flies I think I'll be using for the day on that lanyard. Um, it's a lot harder to do with the sling pack than a hip oh, pack for but, sure, but you can do it. I've got like one of those, um, like the more permanent little fly boxes that you get from the fly shop. Like when you buy flies and it's like a trash bin basically. Right. And I like, what do you mean? Like, you know how the, the little plastic boxes Yeah. Oh, okay. with the little latch, not like the Dixie cups. Just, no, yeah, I got you. Right. Yeah. Like the yeah. old Gunnison river ones. Yeah. And, like, I've got one of those, and it's just, like, a trash can. Basically. I do that, too, yeah. And it's Absolutely. just, like, full of flies. Right. And, honestly, like, I carry one of those little fish pond trash cans, you know, and just shove crap in there right. all the time, right. just line I find or right. whatever. And then I can honestly go through that little um, that little trash can and pick out weights or whatever if I don't want to dig through my pack and just go, oh, cool, I'll just grab weights out of the trash can. Right. Well, and Dane made a really good point. I use those all the time. Yeah. Uh, I have one that I keep indicators in, not just yeah. in my pack or in my vest, but or in my, uh, my vest, in my, in my <laughs> waders, but I also have, like, a lot of them with different assorted colors of, of indicators, um, pre-lined, oh, yeah. uh, you know, pre, pre-tied leaders and things like that for those who don't those are, have that. Yeah, those are good ideas. I mean, I do that. I carry those to the boat, yeah. you know. They're if great I, organization tools. If I tied flies the night right. before, I just throw them in. I have a whole bin just right. full of those boxes yeah. that I do just – I throw flies in there right. after tying them, and I can just grab that and take it to the boat yeah. instead of trying to organize all my shit. Exactly. Oh, that definitely happens. Yeah. My, my box is a disaster by yeah. the end of the season. Exactly, <laughs> and it's just trash, and you have to clean up your life, and it sucks. I hate it. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I actually, I actually found one in the bathroom, uh, one of the Gunnison, one of the old Gunnison River ones, and it Paige had like two pairs of fake eyelashes in it. <laughs> like nice. They're babe. not only good for right. flies. You can you put can other. Put, you can put jewelry in there. Yeah. You can put your. You can put your weed in there. <laughs> you, could, you could. Yeah. <laughs> if, you weed. yeah, yeah those, if, you, if you are into that kind it's of. It's It's her fly lash box, dude. Ooh, <laughs> oh, nice. You're dude, welcome. That was good. Wow. You're welcome, guys. Yeah. So I mean, we do have things that women can use too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever I don't, know. I don't i don't know man um but it's it is really hard to cover everything on the pack and i think i think we do need to keep just kind of pushing for what we carry on our pack right. i mean i have a tippet spool on there i moved away from the lanyard i it weirded me out on the boat you know if i were to go in i the wouldn't drink, want one on a boat if i were to go in the drink and i got a lanyard on you know what it, that could hook up on anything exactly. i could you know i'm not trying to yeah. get choked yeah i'm not trying to get strangled and it was it just felt like it was in my way even walk waiting um and so i just went for the tippet spool on the pack and i like that um that's that's the one that i have well so yeah i was gonna ask you this one too dan all right one of my one of my least favorite things about the sling pack is getting to my tippet yeah um you turn you know you unbuckle you you unbuckle the latch the you know the rib latch and then you pull your pack over and your tippet's like down on your far yeah. left side and then you're trying to reach for it pull it out and then try to nip it off i always end up biting it because i don't oh like yep 
You know, uh, that's that's one thing I don't like. That is a good point. That's really good about the the hip pack is um, well, one I wear a lanyard with the hip pack most of the time, but with the hip pack, it's a lot more centrally located. That tip it that tip. It's just rate. easier to access. Exactly. It's just more yeah. centrally located on your body. What do yeah. you right do? On your do torso. you? I mean, on so, that Patagonia pack, you can really put. I mean, it depends on what tiplet spool you have too. So if you, you got like a homemade one that yeah. Dreddy Paul made. Nice. By the way, oh Charlie. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, with the thing. antler wow. on it. Yeah. yeah. Nice name drop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dreddy Paul. So like, I'll organize it the tippet you know like one to six or whatever yeah and then usually i have like a pair of mitten clamps on yes like the strap that's a necessity so too. Like i hadn't gotten there unclip yet, that reach around and then just like i yeah. got pretty good at it it's right not yeah you've mastered your yeah but like you definitely it's a little awkward but i can usually just clip off the nice right. thing about that though is because and what dane is talking about is a spool that hangs down um you know the fish pond spools are um you pretty much have to put them in one area and you can't really move them around too much. Um, but the one that hangs down, I feel like is a little bit easier cause I have a homemade one that I yeah. use and I can just, the nice thing about the Patagonia pack is it does have a ton of little loops that you can and move it and yeah. you can adjust through the day and be like, cool, right. I don't like that there. Right. I need to move it over here. So it's easier to access. Yeah, dude. Mine's just on a carabiner. Yeah. And like I'll take it off. On dude, I'm telling you, man, like the carabiners. Exactly. Yeah. The carabiner is, a tool that you should have on all your packs, whether walk waiting or yeah, on a boat. I agree. It needs to be there. And just a good all around backcountry tool in case you are like somehow fishing the backcountry and you run into you a never pickle. know you what never you never know can when do. A, a carabiner is yeah. a really useful yeah. thing to have. Yep. I mean, not just for climbers. It's no, and I mean we too. carry them. I carry them on my life jacket. I carry them on my boat. I have a yeah. whole you know um, cam strap full of carabiners if I need them for anything. You know, yeah. if somebody says, "Hey, can I bring this dry bag?" cool yeah let me clip it and i can clip it to wherever i right. need it to go um, right. that way it's not falling out of the boat or whatever so i i mean even on my on my walkway pack i have carabiners on in there and i make yeah. sure to make it a point to grab my carabiners and put it on my walkway pack yeah, i've got it's, two on the sling yeah it's noisy you know at times but you can move them around and you know and right. do it but they're they're tools that you can use for anything exactly and can help you out yeah. with a lot like i said i use use it on my net right yeah just, i like that i dude i figured that out one day i was like where the hell am i gonna put my net when i move this sling pack and i went uh light bulb light i bulb. just yeah. freaking clip it to my right. that la, that uh lanyard yeah. on my net right and then it just hangs down right i have to steal that one yeah Kissin, that's right. what this is for man <laughs> that's well, why we're doing it's, this it's, it, yeah it's a great move um and you know like we were talking about tippet uh, another important thing um Bring extra tippet, you know. It uh, is true. Um, really or, important. Or things. do an assessment right. of what you have. That 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 was gonna be my next point. How many times have you gone back into your five X? You pull some out and you pull out eight inches, and that's all you like, got. No, left. now I'm fishing. No, for <laughs> I guess I got to fish right. four now, and this yeah. situation calls for right. five. Now I'm on a now <laughs> I'm on a creek. Now I'm on a creek. Uh, you know, a, a creek that's ten feet across, throwing four X. Yeah, like, this is just stupid. exactly. Um, because I didn't assess my gear. I do didn't an realize. inventory and right. figure out what you need right. to bring that if day. You, if, if you're like me, you fish a lot, yeah. you do a lot, a lot of walk waiting, you go through 5X. Yeah. Um, or, or if you're a boat guy, you go through a lot of yep. 2X, 3X. It's and I mean, on my boat, it's the, my junk drawer in my boat is just full of tippet yeah. spools that just in case if I need them. Exactly. Yeah, and dude, I, because I've bought brand new ones and then gone through it in a day, yep, right. which is unfortunate. But that, Yeah, that's really bad. Well, what but, the hell were you doing? Uh, Flying a kite? I was time bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was had just been, throwing money away. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is a really good point, and I think um, 
shit, I had a thought that was going there. Oh, that trash can, you know, the fish pond little trash can is good for stuff like that too. If you have a piece that you might be able to use at a later point in time, you can just stuff it in that trash can. Yeah. And you really do just have to be adamant about going through that and be like, cool, I can use this. Or, right. oh, I put that there. I can grab that because I'm the same way where you just start throwing tip it out and you're like, oh, I need a new piece. you right. know. But you might have put a three-foot section in your little right. trash can and then you go, oh, now I remember. Right. So that's, I mean, it's just – <clears throat> it's just trying to get into a program of doing certain things and trying to, yeah, I, I, you have a very good point on inventory and just being able to have extra tippet or whatever. Yeah, dude, being um, thoughtful before you go fishing. Exactly. Yes. It's a, it's a crazy concept, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> being, <laughs> being mindful of right. what you have and right. just, you know, knowing what, what you need. Cause I've definitely been there where I need to tip it. Right. Um, exactly. Right. And you brought up, I mean the mitten clamps, um, dude, I have, a, I have a pair on my life jacket and I have a pair on my waders yep. or I put it on my, on my waist pack. Mm -hmm. And that way I have one there, one there. And yes, it all, it does add up, you know, you're like, man, I can't have, you know, I can't buy $25 pair of mitten clamps, right. you know, and have that. I get that. You don't, these are just what we do. What helps us. Right. You don't have to <clears> do all these things. You don't have to have all this gear, but we're just trying to say, hey, this helps. Right. Yeah, um, dude. Always right. look on the ground when you're walking. Exactly, waiting. dude. They're <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Found a lot on. And I've planes. lost them right. too, you yeah. know. And well, then you're screwed. And I might have an extra pair in my waders, and I'm like, oh gosh, I gotta find something, you right. know. And then I reach down to that deep dark hole, and all of a sudden <laughs> I pull out, you know, a pair of mitten clamps and, and a tandem rig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, cool. We'll throw this next. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, and you know, for me, like, like I said. For me, when I'm, I'm not trying to steal it all and say this is what you, this is what I do. So yeah, go. <laughs> no, I mean for me, what works, like I said, with I like everything really centrally located on my body. Yeah. Um, so I started fishing a lanyard, and I still fish a lanyard. Yeah, it's it it bounces when you walk, and it's a little annoying. But for those like quick trips where you're just gonna go fish for two hours, it's a great thing to have. You have your tippet right on your neck that you can yeah. get it off immediately. Um, and I don't like I. I I like things where they're supposed to be really specifically put. Same. So yeah. I put, I actually have, yeah. and, and what do you use more than anything on the river? Probably maybe nippers. Yeah. Um, so I put my nippers on a parachute cord around my neck, yep. like a necklace. And uh, that's, and, and people have their different <clears throat> things. Like the mitten clamps have scissors. Right. Exactly. So you have your, you have your nippers and your pliers all yeah. in one and that's easy. Right. Yeah, dude. I, um, my dad is an orthodontist and he was looking at my teeth. And I started using the mitten clamps because I was wearing a groove in my teeth. Oh my from gosh! Yeah. Don't use your teeth. I do it all the time. Yeah, I do same it all terrible. The time. Dude, he does it all the time. Yeah. But you know what? I, I started. <laughs> yeah, you know like, better, sir. I'll bite him off of flies, and I shouldn't yeah, do that. Right. But what I started doing is just making it a point to use those nippers because if you use your teeth, you flatten out that tippet, mm -hmm. and yeah, it, nobody thinks about that. They're like, "Oh, I'm just cutting the tippet." And you can't thread it. Exactly. You might not be able to thread it through right. the eye of a, of a size 22. No, I got one or, really sharp too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, I just, I just touch it too. I just look at the yeah, line yeah. and it just, yeah. you know, cuts perfectly. That but tooth's not as sharp as it used to I, be. <laughs> I have a buddy that actually has a really cool, um, I watch him do it every time. Philly Deuce, shout out to Philly Deuce. Um, but I watched him do it the other day when he was in town. He wears a lanyard. And what he does is everything is right here in front of his face. And I so he that. can pull tippet off and he actually ties his flies on before cutting his tippet. I've done that. Because cold days. he's not dropping his flies. You know, if, it, if he yeah. drops his tippet, it's still attached to his spool, you exactly. know, or whatever. Because how many times do you do that where you tie something on and you have a tag in right. and then you're like, well, shit. Yeah. Right. If you're you standing know? in the river, that's yeah. gone. That's so that was a really cool right. thing that I've noticed over the years and just thought about it just you now. Know, but. That's funny you mentioned that. I just started doing that. It was... You know, it was eight degrees on the tailor and it was windy. 
and I dropped my second size 22 midge in the water because I couldn't feel it on my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, there's got to be a better yeah. way to do this. So, and I'm rigging a whole rig. And a lot up. of people would do it on their, uh, use the mitten clamps too, and they clamp their flies exactly. and spin them and that's, do that. That's uh, how bacon does it. Yeah. I, I just can never figure it out. It just never worked for me. Right. And I was like, well, how many times is that really spinning around? You know, did it spin 10 times? Yeah. I don't want 10 in there. You yeah, know, like exactly. I want five or, you know, it depends on no, the situation. Hey, 10 is, 10 is <laughs> new six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, have you seen the people that tie the knot entirely with the forceps? I have. That is craziness. Yeah. I do. You're not on the, your surgeon's loop. Well, yeah. They call, um, it the lefty, I, they call it the lefty, lefty or lefty crane knot. Um, but basically, <laughs> that that's awesome. what, what's cool about those mittens as well is everything <clears throat> is right there. You know, you have your nippers, you have your clamp. Yeah. But I do a double surgeon's pretty much where I, you know, I meet my tag ins, I go parallel, I make my loop, and then I put my, and you can look it up online on YouTube. I think you can look up the lefty crane knot. And you might find it. um, I can't remember who posted it. If it was Gink and Gasoline or Orvis or somebody posted it. And Um, the Riffle probably has it. Yeah, they might have that too. They have a lot of good knots and stuff like that. Um, But you just stick your mittens through the loop, grab your your tag in, and I can't even think how I do it. I just spin it twice and pull it through, and then it's ready to rock. And and then you're right there, and you can just cut and do everything you need. It's all in one tool. I love that knot. Just I'm, I'm a salt guy. I cannot tie anything but a blood knot when i'm connected it's, it's yeah. quick it's easy it. i think that's a good point i mean you should it, people who as guides you have to be quick at times you know and oh, especially yeah. if you're on a boat if you're trying to do something or whatever even on time is money you know and sure. if you waste people's times trying to tie knot then they get pissed you know like why yep. is it taking you so long and right. so that's why you know i learned that knot. it was like boom it's quick it's easy it's done um, and people watch it. Holy crap. That was quick. It's like, awesome. yeah, now we're good. And it's easy. It's yeah. super easy. And I it's pretty strong. It. And who knows? I don't know how, you know, I don't know the strength test. I don't, I don't have that info right in front of me. Um, <laughs> Why not, dude? What's yeah, the killer exactly. what's, what's your problem? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just don't have it. Um, but yeah, that's a good point with those mittens is that you can use them for a lot of different things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're really useful and they're really useful on cold days. Yeah, for sure. Totally. And it, you don't, yeah, you don't have to put your fingers yeah. through those little hemostat holes and, you know, work pliers that's like that. Worst. All that's you have to do, you, you don't have that, dex, that dexterity <laughs> no. when it's cold, you no, know, and exactly. you can just grab those and just, right. you know, it's easy. It's just your wrist. That's why uh, I mean, fist. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And I use those cheekies all the time. I don't use them on creeks because they're too big. Uh, but I use those cheekies all the time because they're I carry spring- bolt cutters. They're usually. Spring- <laughs> you never know <laughs> no i because i like the spring-loaded action on those um it's really convenient those mittens are spring-loaded yeah oh are they yeah, yeah. are those dr yep. slicks uh dr slick has them and msc has them okay. i think um, i don't want to knock too. anybody but i what i've found is like i like the dr slicks they just seem a little bit higher end right yeah, um dr slicks are yeah and i think they're they run like 25 30 bucks maybe right. i think you can find cheaper ones right. but um, you can get them in different sizes too yeah like they're small yep. ones uh, yeah the small ones are sick really right? for yeah. children yeah. for children <laughs> yeah exactly for dude. people with really small hands and baby hands. yeah exactly <laughs> you never know um but yeah that's a pretty that's a tool that you need all the time i feel like yeah um if you don't have your pliers or your human stats you're kind of sol and, and, and to jump on to jump in on that uh so we just talked about your nippers are really important. Um, your your hemostats or your um, or your pliers are really important. So these are things that you want to make sure you keep centrally located. These aren't things you want to reach and reach around you to have to pull yeah, out of your pocket. Yeah, you want to know where everything is. Right, man. exactly. I think that's going to enhance your right. fishing experience for right. sure. I mean, you know, like the listeners listening to us, and we're telling them all these tricks of the trade. Um, 
And, you know, some of them were going to work for you, some of them aren't. But the trick is here is like you guys want to make sure that whatever you're using, you're comfortable with. You know, you might buy this brand new submersible fish pond hip pack and you don't yeah. like the way it spins on your hips. You know, like you just spent $300 on something that you don't even like. Yeah. Um, whereas some other guy bought a, you know, uh, a $70 pack on, you know, uh, at a garage sale and it works yeah. just fine. Yeah. You know, it's, we're not telling you what to get here. Yeah, it's not a it's not a gear catalog, but right. it's like, dude, if you find something that really works and make sure that it's all organized, that's right. And these are just some tips, I guess. That and and probably the cooler it is, the more your the more your homies make fun of you about it too. Yeah, like like whatever, like you're reaching around on your on your sling pack, but my thing's right on my chest or on my <laughs> or on my vest for that matter. Vests are really convenient. They just don't look good on me. <laughs> if you're not looking cool, dude, you look good, feel good, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely look good first, right? Yeah, for sure. It's all about looking. You good. might not catch fish, but you need to look like you do. You certainly look the part, and right. that's that's what's important. I mean, that's my favorite thing about the CNR. <laughs> is there anything that I mean that you carry in your pack that maybe is different that somebody wouldn't think about that you have? Um, that's a good question. Um, I, I was trying to think about that, right. and I mean. Uh, that is a tough one as well. Just something I right. I carry that most people don't. I mean, remember. One I think thing, the stomach pump is huge. Absolutely. But. One thing, like I said, like I'd already mentioned before, because I use it all the time. I really like having I really like having uh, just a piece of parachute cord necklace with my nippers on around my neck. Yeah. Uh, I don't see a lot of guys doing that, but it's just something that really works well for me. Um, just because I use them all the time. I've got one that's I don't know. It's kind of lame, but I've got squirmy material. I yeah. carry that without uh, without it being on a hook because really? like, I have uh, tungsten beads and squirmy <laughs> material. This is a dirty trick, folks. And I will. This is a really dirty I'll trick. I'll peg a tungsten bead with squirmy through it, like it's a pegged egg. Oh, you clever bastard! So that like when you you know squirmy worm breaks down. Oh yeah. So especially on the if hook, you, if you're if you're constantly mo- grabbing yeah. that hook with pliers. Yeah, but if oh, it's pegged. Yeah. Then it's not even in the fish's mouth once oh, you're you fighting. Clever, bad. that's is dirty, it, dude. That is a dirty. That is when he told me, I was like, that is almost too dirty. That's Do we filthy. need to fact check? Is that legal? <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Who, I, I'm who into knows, it. I like it. I like <laughs> dude, it. Dude, he told me, I was like, holy crap, that's dude. That clever. is something that most people don't think about. Do that tomorrow. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna do that tomorrow. <laughs> it's a dirty one. So dude. I carry those things. <laughs> <laughs> There's one that might be controversial that i carry i carry a pistol and that's me um you know it depends on where you're at but honestly like i mean there's a dude who was shot out on the arkansas you know people get shot at occasionally especially if you if there's houses around they're walking certain areas i know that's kind of overkill and people think about it weird you know oh you shouldn't be you shouldn't have to carry a pistol on the river but i mean there was bears out in Eversink this year yeah you know there was bears on the river right right next to the river and you just you don't know, right? And that it, like I said, it's controversial, but that is one thing right. that I carry. Um, well, in today's day and age, man, people are way scarier than bears are. And like I said, that's For very sure. controversial. Yeah. But it's what if like, you're, yeah, I mean, what if you're chasing carp in uh, on the plat in the middle of Denver? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> dude. Yeah, you're like, sitting there casting at this beautiful cart behind a shopping cart. And yeah. Some dude like, comes up. You know? Shooting meth under the bridge, <laughs> and you got to figure it out, dude. You got to assess the situation. You're not, no, yeah, you're that's not actually, fight a you actually made a really good point on that. So uh, what I've been doing lately, too, because I I blow out bears all the time. You forget to make noise when you're in the back. Blow country. out bears or beers? Blow out uh, bears. <laughs> I was like, you hey, know, shotgun. You bring a knife for shotgunning, right? <laughs> <laughs> you never know, folks. The saw off. <laughs> 
so I, I actually fashioned a little a small uh, canister bear spray that fits over yep. my uh, sling oh, pack. that's a sweet move. Um, yeah. So that's something yeah. I do know. I've never had to use it. I've never been afraid. Just like a pistol. Yeah, but you just never know. Yeah, but dude, you never know. It's like my streamer. Too. Yeah, it's like my streamer. And, you know, I keep it I keep it pretty – I mean, I keep it pretty hidden. You know, it's – I not – it's not like people are walking up and they're like, this dude's got a pistol on his chest. You I've know? never like, seen it. When yeah, exactly. I, I carry it. And you know, most of the time you don't yeah. see it and, but it's there and I can use it if I need to. Um, but it's just one of those things that I usually, you know, carry every day. And it's, it's just one of those things I, I think about, especially when I have clients and I have safety of clients and, um, you just never know do you, what you carry your pistol with clients too. Yeah. Do, uh, do you, have you ever had a, controversy I've, I've, any conflict or uh, i mean i have conflict on a river all the time with landowners and stuff right. um and most of the time you know a lot of the clients if if they do know or that you know they i mean occasionally you know they might see something or it mo- main, mainly it's people who who do carry as well um who might see it and go and most of them are a-okay with it They're like cool man you know that makes me feel you know it makes right. me feel good that you know if, if anything happens you got my back right um and that yeah that's scary to think about but like i said there's you know the case just ended but this dude shot at a guy on the river man right right you know and that's scary and with landowners around you just never know you get landowners on the river everywhere you go um that you just you don't know what you're capable of yeah absolutely and that's just one of those things and it's it's different it's weird it's right. out there um, but I mean, I, I think about it every time. It's like, you know, I mean, I guess I don't think twice about it. I mean, you, you, you know, you put your pistol on your hip and then we go fishing. That's just kind of our normal day to day. Yeah. Um, it, I don't do it. Yeah. Um, but I also and don't. Yeah. Like I said, it's not for everybody, but it's, you My know, pistol's heavy too. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I got a little, I got a little guy, but I mean, it's just one of those things that I think about every day and it goes, it's just, you know, when you go fishing, you bring your stuff every day hey i need my nippers i need this i need that and mine one of those things that people wouldn't think about is hey i need my pistol right yeah you gotta have your, you gotta have your dip yeah you gotta exactly. have your cigarettes i forgot that dude you gotta have your copenhagen <laughs> if you don't have copenhagen you're screwed wait what did you call it worm worm dirt worm dirt, worm dirt. yeah dude. that's a new one for me i love but that the, it's a conversation starter too yeah. you know like you carry your worm dirt like hey can i get one of those but like dude do you chew often no never but like I don't think you should have one. Dude. You <laughs> might fall over. Like you might get a little dizzy, but it's funny watching it. You know. But if they know what worm dirt is, you know. <laughs> yeah. They can handle if, it. If, yeah. <laughs> they ask you for worm dirt. Yeah. yeah. Then you're like, dude, you're. Just but ha- have the you camp. know, anyone who chews is gonna have their chew. Well, I'm glad I got to hear the jargon. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I'm at, I'm at the mo and a week. Yeah, and someone's right. like, Hey, man, you got worm dirt? I'm like, no. I don't think anyone's. I don't fish. Night. I don't Dane fish. Has, night Dane has all these freaking sayings that he's got. Like the last podcast, he said shitting in tall cotton and dude i just i was like dude that that's too much i ne- i don't hear that what very does that often. even mean dude it's just like it can mean anything <laughs> i mean it can mean whatever you want you know really. what actually that 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 kind of leads me to an interesting transition point uh one thing you don't ever want to forget is your toilet paper yes that is a great nice point. dude that's yeah. really good uh, nobody likes an aquaducer there's no, not a lot of talk been there done that <laughs> yeah been there done that man and i mean another messed up story but yeah i i went out there one day and you know messed up gut and i was fishing and didn't yeah. have any tp and dude i had to drop trout and aqua deuce and right. you know take my undies off and use my undies and it was not a fun time no, it's and not if you don't time. have tp dude and that and that people can joke around oh these guys shit their pants on the river <laughs> <laughs> like, it's happened you got it yeah. written down tp nice dude that's that's all that's caps. smart dude yeah, yeah it's all crucial caps. and you know for the shit people, tickets the people that haven't been out fishing yet, 
Put your TP in a Ziploc bag. Uh, most waiters now have like the inside flip out pocket. Yep. Just stash it in there. Always put a little bit in there. You never know when you need it. And I guarantee if you don't have it, yeah, that's you're a good point. I told you the story on the last podcast. Oh, yeah. Listen to, listen to the Dan podcast because yeah. it was pretty, pretty gnarly. That's a good situation where you're going to need some toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> and you might need extra pants, extra undies, <laughs> socks, all Especially kinds of stuff. for you guys. You brought plenty of water, but no TP. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. dude. That's. <laughs> That's a, I didn't even think about that one, man. Yeah, that one's a good one. That one's pretty crucial. And uh, it's like almost every time we leave the truck, whether you're hiking, whether you're fishing, whether you're yeah. hunting, anything, it's like, hey, did you bring TP? Yeah, I got some. Right. You got enough for me too? Like, <laughs> you just, you, you know, just have, and that's what that's I said That's funny last you time. said that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, do you have TP? Like, no. Like, well, then, hey, man, you got enough for me? <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you, ha- do you have enough for both of us? Yeah. Like, what if it's a blowout, dude? Yeah. You never know, man. Or, or we're going to have to pull up and go out. smuggle some off. Yeah, the, exactly. We're going to have to go poach some off the next porto toilet, which, by the way, is bad TP. Bring your good stuff. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. You don't want that half and wide. I mean, honestly, exactly. again, it's different in a boat, but I mean, I have a bag, you know, a dry bag that has my, you know, it has my first aid kit in there. It has shit tickets. It's got, you know, um, wag bad. bags. <laughs> it's got everything you need to, if you have a bad situation. The you wag know? bags is a good one. Man. Yeah. Wag bags. Everybody is a good should one. carry that. And honestly, True. dude, wag bags aren't that expensive. No. Um, you can pick them up for, for pretty cheap. Um, and get some wag bags and then, you know, and all, all a wag bag is what we're saying with that is most of the time when you have to use wag bags, you're, um, in a national forest or you're in a, um, wild and scenic area where basically it's just a bag that you, you know, do your business in. Um, they liquid waste is okay, but solid waste is not. Um, right. so, and that's gross to think about. Yeah. We're, it's really gross, but yeah, you're shitting in a bag, dude. Everybody, and, everybody poops. And sometimes, well, and a lot of times man, you don't want to leave your poop behind. <laughs> yeah. The look, the look Dane just gave you like, what the? What's he gonna say? <laughs> I mean, it's it's ter- I, it happens to me on the tailor quite often. I, I'm, I'm sitting there fishing the tailor. I walk back into the bushes to pee or something like that, and then I just see someone's like exposed white flag, dude. Yeah, someone's <laughs> white flag. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> white flag of death. And it's not a truce, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just poop everywhere. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna need a food. shovel. You're gonna need TP. Um, don't forget wag bags. Um, also, guns as many guns as you can bring. Walk away. <laughs> a lot bring of guns. guns. Um, pretty Don't much get a rod. Yeah. Oh right. yeah. That's I was a good, busy. Nobody said that <laughs> we should bring a fly rod. <laughs> you know, actually that's a really good point too. I mean, bring in two rods. Uh, that's hard, dude. Yeah. It sucks. Um, I do it all the time cause I'm a pretty avid streamer fisherman. 90% of the time. I'll, yeah, no. <laughs> 90% of the time I won't even throw it or I'll just throw it just, just to throw it. Cause I knew I brought it. Yeah. You have, you have to use it if you bring God. it. Uh, sure. I'm a, I'm a pretty big advocate depending on where i'm going if i know i'm on the move a lot fishing little pockets and working my way up i bring one rod but small water's hard to do that on because you're moving so much just don't bother yeah yeah Yeah. um and you can you can always throw like a yeah you know like if for me i always bring a streamer rod Um, i just like to have it and it's different i mean as guides obviously you know if if we bring multiple rods what if you break one you know what if this happens you know what if this one gets tangled and you have another one rigged up or whatever and you but you're not fishing them. Right. That's the difference is that we yeah. are just providing them right. and, you know, rigging them and getting them ready. And you set them down and, you know, you sit in a hole and you fish it and you go, first thing you do, I got to grab my rods. Right. You know, but we're, fishing them, I hate bringing two rods. Yeah. yeah. As much as I hate it, I always And there's it. no good way to do it, no, really. No. You know, like, I, I mean, 
I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but I think Matt Miller brought this up to me one time. He's like, if you could have one superpower fishing, what would it be? And I think his was pretty good. It was basically he could change rigs in the middle of a cast. Oh, you know, yeah. it's like <laughs> that's perfect. Casting just like, oh, dry fly, oh, hopper dropper, oh, nymph rig. You know, and it's like, dude, you can't, you can't do it. And yeah, sometimes you have to bring other rods or whatever but you have to be able to adapt to the situation yeah. at times and i think mine would be i could teleport to andros yeah that'd be, but <laughs> hey that's cheating man. <laughs> man it's negative eight i'm going to andros. i'm out of here <laughs> that one's a hard one dude i don't think there's really a good way yeah. to carry and fish two rods you know, while walk waiting. you know i can tell you too like just it, get a boat yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what we're trying to tell you here if you take anything away from this get a boat no um you know, it's all about the water you fish, too. You know, like I said, if you're on the move a lot and you know you're just going to be working pocket water, going up, you know, doing a lot of walking, uh, leave that second rod at home. Um, but if you're fishing an area where you know you're going to sit down and work a, work a stretch of water, if you feel the need to bring that second rod, I mean, go for it. It's ill-advised, but I do it all the time. <laughs> um, but I think that can come back to, you know, you should assess the situation and, exactly. you know, go, hey, I know this water. I don't know this water. What am I going to do? But you right. need to be able to have all those extra tools on right. you as well. You have, you know, a stomach pump or whatever and be able to go, cool. You know, I there's BWO emergers or whatever there and, and I might be able right. to throw dry flies today. Right. And, or, yeah. you know, you have to be able to assess the situation and go, okay, cool. I'm fishing the tailor. I'm fishing pocket water. I can throw a hopper dropper. Right. I know this water. I know where I'm going. I'm going to throw a hopper dropper all day. I'm never really going to change. But if you need to, you can also just go to dries pretty quick and throw right. dries or yeah. whatever. And there's not a whole lot of areas, you know, where you're trying to ch change up rigs all the time. Right. For sure. And yet, this situation will, will dictate it. You well, know, it just depends. My new thing is I've kind of dropped the stomach pump and uh, just because I, I need to drop the weight. And now I bring a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Always bring a ladder everywhere uh, you go. You never know. <laughs> That's, oh, I was like man. sitting here looking at you. What yeah. do you mean drop the weight? You were going to ruin my joke before <laughs> I even got to make it. <laughs> I'm glad I let you go with uh, that Thanks one. for letting me finish I didn't that know one. what was going to happen there, but I'm glad I let it go. Cameron rolled back and just threw his arms up like, like what are you talking you're about? You're an idiot, this dude. What do you mean the weight? The are weight? You, what do you got in there? <laughs> yeah, how much, what are you carrying, bricks? So I challenged Sims. Carbon fiber ladder. I'll, <laughs> I'll pay whatever it costs. Very packable. Camo. Ladder. Yeah, it needs to be able to fold up. Yeah, oh, a lot. Dude, like those little ladders you could bring. That'd be a good one. <laughs> dude, you would look so funny. Just a step ladder. Oh, I just put on the boat. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna happen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk up and someone's gonna have a broken dude, it's hip because the they fell thing. off a ladder on the tailor. <laughs> like, oh, hey. Uh, there's gonna be EMS up at freaking the CNR because some dude <laughs> fell off a ladder and broke his arm. He's, uh, we'll say it, Matt McConnell's promoting bad things. He's gonna get people hurt. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get somebody hurt. Uh, that being said, I've never seen a big brown in Paco, so kudos to you, man. <laughs> Definitely, I'm not finding him. Yeah, you gotta have your ladder, dude. Exactly. You better get that ladder. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. It, it's really tough to try and tell somebody everything you're going to need or not need. Right. Um, and that's up to your own discretion, you know, what yeah. you think you need or not. Um, and I mean, I don't know if we're, if we're just beating it up, you know, where we're just 
you got more stuff uh yeah yeah I mean, send dude if you got more let's keep going I'm I mean, not I'm not ending it I'm just saying like, right it's just it's tough man it's really tough to talk about these so, things and figure yeah. it all out so one thing we haven't talked about uh, and we see it all the time is uh mistakes people make oh uh, yeah yeah you know common mistakes you know not only do, do we see people make all the time but mistakes that we make to get to where we are now yeah um so there's some really interesting ones for I mean for instance one of my favorite examples is you show up on the uh sorry let me get so you show up. <laughs> let me let me just have this. Right. So you show up in the Arkansas, right? And you're sitting there fishing. Another guy walks in across the bank, and he's wearing, and, and he's basically carrying a, a a boat guide's net with a giant bag in it. Yeah. And he's sitting there dragging this huge net around. I'm sorry. Am I? Am I? <laughs> not do that. Mine is not. It doesn't oh, okay. have a long handle. Just oh, a huge okay. basket. Right. <laughs> and 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 I'm all for a big basket. I mean, you never know when you're going to find a big fish, say on the Tailor or even on the Gunnison, for that matter. There's big fish there. But you big gotta, net, dude. Yeah, you're gonna you, catch big fish. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole thing, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You buy a big net, you're gonna catch big fish. That's the way that it works. Yeah. I throw two odd, uh, two uh, odd uh, chubbies yeah. now. Exactly, dude. Because <laughs> you need, you just need all that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but you know, these are things like you, you buy this new, you know, uh, not to plug a brand, so I won't. So you buy this new big net, and you want to use it, and then you go into the backcountry, and you're dragging this huge net, getting it snagged behind willows, and doing all these. You know, it's just kind of silly when really you probably didn't need a net in the first place. Yeah. Or you could have had a net that would, you know, easily land at least. Just a hand net. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you see these, you see people make point. this. That's a really good point. Right. Um, just because. You're it's not steelheading on the Arkansas. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Also, you don't need a spay rod for creaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point for sure. Um, you know, so there's, there's like the little things. You got to know what you don't need, what you absolutely don't need, um, you know, as a guide. Obviously, you're gonna you're, you're gonna have a big bag on your net because Always. one, you can. I net like four fish at a time. Right. I, I don't want to miss either. Yeah, I exactly. Like, like honestly, that's what it is. If, if you have a bigger bag, you're not gonna miss. Uh, that's that's also a good point. <laughs> but it's different. I mean, having a, I was thinking about it too. You know, a long long handled net, you know, can work in different situations too, where. You know, I've used it for helping clients cross the river. You know, hey, use this net as, right. you know, something to lean on as you're crossing instead of carrying a waiting staff or something. Yeah. So it is different. for, But I don't take my long-handled net out when I go. Right. You know, I leave that at, at the house. Right. And that's another thing. You know, yes, I have two nets. I don't need two nets. They're, they're, I don't. But, you know, because because I can and I think about it that way, you know, I have a, a mid-length net for walk waiting most right. of the time. And then if I'm with clients, I carry the long-handled net. You yeah. just, it, you know, you could, someone could grab onto that too. You know, if they slip or something, they could, you know, you, who knows? Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly and when I'm crossing, right. I usually pull my net out. Just, you know, just, Hey, if you need something, here you go. Right. Yeah. That's a good move. Right. I like that. Oh, uh, there was one more thing. Uh, this isn't a mistake. This is actually an epic discovery. I didn't invent it, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I use a muff now. Um, if I'm you gonna, don't know what a muff is. Yeah. It's not the term you're thinking oh, right yeah, off the bat. So we actually are keeping it decent. Yeah, tonight, we're, so. we're, we're keeping it decent tonight. We're trying to stay away from F-bombs and all that. Uh, uh, we're, we're bringing it up now. So to put it in... To put it in yeah, it's going to go... It, all of a sudden, F-bombs are right. just going to start flying out. So to put um, it in sports terminology, um, you see quarterbacks use them on cold days. Um, yeah. They have their like little... Joe Montana. Joe Montana uses one, I believe. He's a quarterback, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but it's just uh, a hand warming device. Uh, I use it all the time now in the winter fishing. Uh, I've never used it before. Dude, game changer. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't, uh, I'll plug it because it rules my Sitka muff. It's probably the, it's probably my number one essential go-to yep. for winter fishing. That's a good one. I like yeah, that. I throw I throw a pair of hand warmers in there. Yep. Uh, oh you're, man, yeah. dude, it's so warm in there, dude. It's, it's really weird when people walk up. My hands are inside Ryan's waist. <laughs> and I'm the They're like, "What are you doing over there?" I'm like, "Dude, nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay, I'm just keep my hands warm." <laughs> muff. <laughs> it's called a muff. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm yeah. a, I mean, I'm not gonna look it up because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty positive. Yeah. On I'm that. positive it's yeah. called a muff. No, uh, yeah, for my sure. particular one's camo. Uh, but, but I mean, <laughs> cause it looks cool. I mean, quarterbacks use them. Duck yeah. hunters use them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm a fisherman. I use one. So, okay. Here's a point we could bring up with that. Like I, I read it once, but I just, I don't do it anymore. Um, I've only done it a couple times, but bringing like a micro fleece towel, especially when you're winter fishing or whatever yeah, to dry off your yeah. hands and wash off the fish. I never slime. do it. I always wish I had one. Because if you, I mean, you can think about it with the muff too. If you're, if you got fish slimy hands, you just go right in your muff. That thing's going to get disgusting. Right. Um, and I know this sounds gross. We should probably get off this. It sounds rough. What we're saying right now. <laughs> don't, don't stick dirty hands in your muff. <laughs> Stay with us folks. This matters. <laughs> we're keeping it clean. Um, it sucks that it's named that. Um, maybe there's another, term we'll call it a hand warmer okay yeah hip hand warmer yeah there we go let's change it yeah hip it's even got warmer. alliteration yeah but dude even if you have like those waterproof gloves that are like they still have a material if you're handling fish with that that's terrible no, you gotta yeah. take your gloves off or you can use like medical gloves yeah. have you seen people doing that like oh, yeah. latex medical gloves can you hold on to a fish with those no, no way i don't know Oh, God, no Dude, use the pine tar. Just put pine tar. <laughs> pine tar, man. Put pine tar on your latex gloves. I'm not advocating that. <laughs> um, I also, yeah, I put grip tape. Pine tar grip yeah. tape. <laughs> I've never, never let go of a caudipeduncle. <laughs> now it's sounding it even yeah, yeah now it's sounding it even easier um but dude that is an awesome tool i was i'm very jealous that you yeah, have that because yeah, it's sweet. a pretty good you know one. it's one of those things i never see fishermen using nope, them never. um but it's so You're crucial starting a new trend. i know i swear to god so next time you see someone on a muff on the river it's hey dude when sim starts making those you uh, better oh dude you, you better, better hit him up sim's making one next year i guarantee it <laughs> no one's gonna hear about that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get any credit like i said i'm not here for the glory i'm here for the tartar <laughs> and the booze <laughs> that's a really good point yeah uh, i like that one uh it's an awesome one i've been making you jealous this whole you really have. Yeah. yeah that's a good one yeah not only not he's not really i bring the snacks and yeah. you bring the hand warmer. now me and cameron just homie walk on the river <laughs> just hold hands inside of his inside of his hand warmer <laughs> Like this is awesome. <laughs> so glad I went to. I don't even want to fish. Yeah, <laughs> that, can we just stay here? Like also, this all day? yeah. If you need a muff, just wait for summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't fish in the winter. Uh, <laughs> no. um, you got any more brain busters over there, Haas? Brain busters? I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, you, sorry. Go ahead. I would so say you're leaning in. Yeah, wear some shoes that are appropriate for the river. And we can dude. talk about. Yeah, we can talk about that. For sure. That's a good point, actually. Uh, um, yeah, we, you were just talking I about I was, and I right. forgot to – I thought about bringing it up, but I don't know if it's – you know, it, it's on the subject for sure. Right. Um, yeah. Go. I, I mean, mean, you're talking about it. Yeah, I, I think that having the appropriate footwear is super important because, like, 
you see it with clients a lot. They're like, I just got this old pair of tennis shoes, and like, I don't care if you get them wet. Yeah. And then they're just slipping everywhere, yeah. and just like, it's a disaster, dude. Right. And I mean, we all did it, you know, as kids. Where it's oh, not yeah. like we all had waiters growing up. And I wore tennis shoes a lot, and it's just an old pair of tennis. And yeah, you slip everywhere, and you might hurt yourself. You might fall down. Who knows? Um, so that's something to think about. I mean, I was talking about just waiting boots, right. you know, and I, I put studs in my waiting boots. I just feel more comfortable that way. And there are right. different options. You right. know, Patagonia makes their, um, yep. what is that? The foot tractor. Yeah. Foot tractor. And yeah, you feel like you're walking in moon boots it's most of the time, much. but it, it, it's a lot. Right. Um, but they, you know, for people who aren't as stable, you know, that's an awesome option right. um, to be able to do that. And I mean, on the boat, I don't necessarily wear waders all the time. Um, and I just had an old pair of boots that were blown out that I don't have studs in that I would wear on the boat for a right, long time yeah. if I was wearing waders. Um, but, I mean, we go out with Chacos all the time. People are like, you guys are idiots, you know. And <laughs> why are we in waders and you're in Chacos, you know. And it's like, it's different. Right. You know, it we're used different. to it. But yeah, uh, it is different. Don't judge us. No, I put studs <laughs> in my Chacos. <laughs> oh, dang. Hey, nice. dude. Wow. There you go. We're yeah, coming up with all kinds of... Yeah, jeez, man. You're smart. I wear them on your boat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> nice. Um, but, dude, that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah, footwear is huge, man. Yeah, and, and, and another, You have to be comfortable in right. it. And another thing about footwear, it's not just comfort. It's also support. Uh, not all of us are, you know, expert athletes, you know. You got to know who, you got to know what you are. Um, if you're, if you're maybe a little bit out of shape on the river, uh, first time out fishing, get some waiter boots that have, uh, a lot of support. Yep. If you're yeah. out there in Chacos or you're out there in a pair of canvas waiter boots, um, that might not be enough support for you. Yeah. Um, if your feet aren't happy, you're going to have a really bad time. That'll make, that'll ruin a day quick. Yeah. Absolutely. And know your limits yeah, too. Exactly. I mean, that's one thing to think about with your footwear, but I mean, I've had trips where people show up and they're like, "Oh, I just had two knee surgeries. I can't really walk that one." Well. You're like, "Why'd you book a weight?" You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I so people. Some people just don't think about it, you right. know. And it's just one of those things that it's not in their head um, to do that. Yeah. So good footwear is key, man. It's super key. And 100%. I mean, layering is a big one. You know, if we're talking about clothing and everything, sure. layering's big. You sure. know, I mean, you taught me, which is a dumb move that I should have realized a long time ago, but bring an extra pair of socks when you're out, when you get out of your waders, you know, and you got sweaty socks or whatever, you can just yeah. put a brand yeah. new pair on. And that's, I was that's like, a Jesus, move. I was like, how did I not think about no, this? No, personally, I like my two hour drive home, my wet socks. It's, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they're not soaking wet. But, <laughs> right. I mean, that's just a simple move, you know, right. and I, I, as we're talking about waiters, you know, we can talk about like we brought it up a little bit earlier, but the taco bag. I mean, that's if you're going to have, yeah. dude, it's awesome. And it's really not that expensive. Yeah. 30 bucks. Yeah. I think you get a ventilated well, bag. That, it, you know, and for people like me, I, man, I'm notorious. I, I leave my net on the bank. I, I, I forget things. Um, so what I do before I leave the house every day or the night before I put, my waders, I put an extra layering, maybe a backup pair of socks, and I put my boots in my taco bag, and they're there. Um, it's also a really good uh, device for 
snowy day switching out of your waders. You yeah. have a little pad to lay down. Um, yeah. And if you're going to spend, you know, $800 on brand new Sims camo waders, <laughs> <Right>. then, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right. you want to be able to stand right. on something and not ruin the yeah. soles of those right. waders that you just spent right. your paycheck on. And yeah. for yeah. those out there that don't want to buy a taco bag, uh, any welcome mat will do. Just yeah. put one in the back. Exactly. Of your dude. It's super cheap at Walmart. Yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. You can buy a little mat and stand on yeah. I mean, I have... There's, we do walkway trips and this is smart move too. That I mean, guides will bring chairs like, Hey, sit down and put your boots on, you know, do this. And you're like, that's a great, that's a good move. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, a great move with clients, especially, you know, and who knows how many guides listen to this, but that's a pretty, pretty easy move Yeah, for the up and coming guides that haven't figured it out. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's what we're trying to do is that you, we all make mistakes and we're learning from them, you know, and there's little things you can fix because. Yeah, I mean, I used to wear the soles out of my waders all the time, just walking around the house, walking around. <laughs> they're like, dude, I don't care, man. I went to a bar one time without, I was there like, oh, you got to take your boots off. Cause I had studs in them and I was like, just walking around in my waders in the bar. Like, I was like, dude, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. Why am I doing this? Yep. Did I really need to do that? I bet you look cool. Yeah, you're I in now. Any we were the only ones in there. <laughs> any fly fishing town USA, don't don't wear studs in, in the bar, man. It's, it's really rude. Change. Yeah. I should have just changed yeah. before I went in there, but I don't know what I was oh, thinking. Here's, a, here's another thing. Ready to party. Um, yeah. Like I said, I'm really forgetful. Uh, and, you know, I, I do a lot of solo fishing, I drive a lot of places on my own. I always carry a backup pair of polarized lenses in my vehicle. Yeah, uh, you good eyewear. Yeah. You you found this awesome place. You and did that's all just your for research. In general. Yeah, you did all your research. You get out to the area. You reach on top of your head and you realize your sunglasses aren't on your head. They're on the coffee table, and you don't have sunglasses oh, the whole day. But yeah, we've that, all done it. It's horrible. I've never done that. Really, oh, dude? I, I dude, I wear my sunglasses in the store. I don't yeah. take them off yeah, hardly. Dude. If the sun's up, my sunglasses. Dude, we were wearing them inside this morning because the sun was, yeah. and we like you'd stare out the window and be like, oh my god, I can't <laughs> see anything. We need to put glasses on. I I hate <laughs> yeah. you, and you guys 100%. both wear croakies, right? I see. Yeah. I don't wear croak. I, That's a good I'm not thing. A, I'm not a float fisherman. See so. now, we're, see this kid. We're talking about right. all different kinds of shit right. as a walk leader i'm not a float fisherman I, when i when i'm on a boat yeah i put my croquis on but, but still dude you can drop them yeah. in the water you, you should wear something i always wear the time. them i always wear them in salt it's water. the same thing dude it's yeah, just that security it's just that security because right. you never know if you have to take glasses off and do something right. and all of a sudden your glasses are in the river right. and then they're gone right it's just the security dude. of having them it's, it's I, a good point i got super lucky because of croquis one time we're like on the east river um up by the pump house and it was getting dark, and we were camping out down there. And I had my sunglasses on my head with the croquis, and I like lifted up my hat and just launched my sunglasses in the dark into the river. And I was like, dude, I was devastated. They got so I was like, how am I gonna wake up tomorrow morning? This is gonna be a bad deal. Yeah. I got up, dude. Went downstream, and they my sunglasses something. were yeah. caught on something by the croquis. That's awesome. Like, yes. That dude, that's a really good. I mean. I wear his key. This is just for fishing in general. I mean, I wear his key. It is crucial. I usually have an extra pair or I ask clients. This is a good thing for guides, you know, because it took to provide comfort for those people who are there in a situation they might not know very well and might not have good eyewear or whatever. Like I have a couple pairs of sunglasses that are just polarized. You know, they're not super expensive, but it's good for guides to be like, hey, you don't have sunglasses here. Wear these. Yeah. Because there were so many situations where clients couldn't see the fly or couldn't see a fish right. come up or see this. Nasty glare on the water. And they don't have sunglasses, and right. you go, I don't have any for right. you. But now I do. You know, I carry two pairs, two extra pairs of just, you know, basic sun clouds or something. Exactly. And just go, here, wear these. And they all have croquis. Like, dude, you're not going to lose them. Just wear them. Wear them all day. Yeah. I've had people go out without them. They're like, I refuse to wear them. I'm like, dude, you're blowing it. You're yeah, blowing that's it. That's crazy. Yeah. 
That blows me away. Yeah. I can't even leave the house. I know I'm not even fishing. I can't leave the house without a polarized pair of sunglasses. Oh, like, yeah, dude. I have two pairs That's in my so truck. Cool. Yeah. I have two pairs here. I got two pairs in oh, my yeah. boat bag, whatever. You All know, right. it's like, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things yeah. where you don't want to be without yeah. them. You show up on a river without sunglasses by yourself, it's going to suck. Or at least it's going to be a lot less. Even enjoyable. when you're with friends, it's going to suck without having them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to loan you and my your glasses. And your friends are going to, yeah, and the friend, your friends are going to rip you all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, you didn't see that. Yeah. But then you're that's when you, that's yeah. when you don't give them Stupid. your. Stupid. That's when you don't give them your teepee though. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, ah, you got to go to the restroom. <laughs> I brought teepee, but I didn't you bring did sunnies. not. Yeah, exactly. How about, a, how about a trade? That's <laughs> a good. I mean, just going through clothing and everything like that. I mean, headwear. You know, a hat cuts the glare a lot. Um, and I've seen people who show up without hats, without this, without that. And you're just like, dude, dude, what? Like, Bald head. No I just, hat. yeah, exactly. Right. And I don't leave the house without a hat ever. No. I don't even know if I, I, I shower in my hat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dude. Shampoo it's just my hat. Yeah. One of that shampoo. It keeps the sun off you. It's also good for glare. <laughs> it is good for glare. Um, yeah. and these are just basic things where people are going to be like, well, that's stupid. You know, right. I already knew that, but some people don't. Right. And they don't think about it. Um, and yeah, like I said, there's lots of things <clears throat> as a guide that you need to think about too, just to help other people. There might be things that you leave that you never leave the house without and that you have every day on your boat, but you have to think about other people too, right. if as a guide, exactly and you have right. to go, what might they not have? Right. You know, I mean, I carry extra rain jackets. I carry sunscreen. I carry yeah. all different types of sunscreen. You know, it's like I go all, from 50 to 100. I wear 100 cause I just, I'm, I'm pale. I can't burn dude. And I just, I can't, dude. You're the only guy I know that wears three layers and Andros. (laughs) Right, dude. Dude, I just, I don't. doesn't sweat either. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just a weird guy. (laughs) But it it is, you have to be able to think about all that stuff. And you just almost, again, you have to reiterate, but make a checklist almost and just inventory everything you have. Yeah, exactly right. For sure. And yeah, we might be beating a dead horse, but I mean, it's. It's things you have to think about. And I don't know if we covered everything we need to cover. Who knows? Right. Um, we did pretty good. I feel like we did good. And who knows? Maybe this will help people. Maybe it won't. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you know, this is usually Cameron's spill. But, yeah, feel free to email us good ideas. We'd how come you're stealing that from me? No, I'm kidding. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is my show. <laughs> Actually, email me. Yeah. <laughs> email Dan. Especially if you got sweet pics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High yeah. tender. <laughs> yeah, I do. I am on Tinder. <laughs> Brian is not single. <laughs> no, man. So don't email Ryan anything. Nothing. N- no boob pics, please. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. That's what you go to, just no boobs. Yeah. Anything else is Everything fine, else but. is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get in trouble for that. That's, now, now we're going downhill again. Yeah, see. Um, do the spiel, dude. Do it. No, no. Yeah, do it. No. no I'm, just, I'm just messing no, with I'm you. I'm going to butcher it. Yeah, I, just do it. I feel like I, I feel like I jumped I'm again. not going to. I'm not going to just... I've already lost. Go my back and forth like you're my girlfriend. I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> Take it away. Um, don't e- email us anything. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't talk to us. No. Um, yeah. I mean, if you have something that you do that works for you and doesn't work for, I mean, anything that is an idea that you came up with, anything, um, or you saw somewhere, email us. There's tons of articles online about packs, about different stuff um, that, and they, I mean, you can buy them from those places or not, but there's tons of material online that you can find about packs and, you know, testimonies for packs and different things. Um, but I feel like we did cover a lot of, you know, just essentials that you should have and that you don't need at times as well. 
um, and just be able to minimize if you can because it does suck lugging around a 50 pound pack or vest you know and you're like i don't need all this crap yeah. you know why did it why did i bring that i didn't need my ipad i didn't, <laughs> I didn't need that you know <laughs> you just there's things that I'm, I'm i don't have an ipad or bring one but you know people bring sure. dumb stuff dude <laughs> i have clients bring crap all the time I'm like dude do you really need that right like what why do you need that right there's no reason for you to have that yeah. hey is it cool if i bring my uh yeti 110 you no, <laughs> you don't need that. You know, it's like you don't. Yeah. Um, and you have, and people just don't realize, but you do have to minimize some things and Absolutely. understand, um, especially with guided trips. If you're going on a guided trip, ask questions about what you should and shouldn't bring. Ask about things because sometimes we don't bring them up, you know, like, Hey, bring good footwear, bring this, you know, and we don't bring those things up at times, you know, we got a lot going on, man. We, some of us work multiple jobs and we're trying to figure it all out, but ask questions to your guides, you know, what should I bring? Right. What shouldn't I bring? And, you know, and, and, and to reiterate on that too, like if you're showing up in a new area and you're going to DIY it, uh, call your local fly shop. Yeah. Um, they'll tell you everything you need to know. Um, they'll tell you about rivers. They'll tell you about what flies are working. Um, do your research. Um, For and sure. call multiple. Right. Absolutely. Definitely call every fly shop you can. Because yeah. some people are going to have different opinions. True. And I've definitely talked to shops, you know, and I know you're looking at me <laughs> right now, but I've definitely worked for shops or been in shops. I've called shops that they have a completely different view or, you know, their guys out aren't on the water every day or Only whatever. throw October cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> inside. Uh, <laughs> that's an inside joke, but, um, Dude, yeah, call multiple people and try to get an opinion from multiple yeah. people because they go, hey, you know, we've been fishing this area. This is working really yeah. well for us, you know, or whatever, because everyone's going to have a different opinion yeah. on it or what's working. Knowledge is power on that. And, if, and if, you get, sure. if you get some of the right things, you know, if things start adding up, you're like, cool, I called three shops. They're all saying this. Cool. That's a good place to start. Um, and, you know, that's something that people don't think about. But, it is, I mean, fishing in a boat or not. You know, right. walk waiting or not, you you need to be able to show up and know what you're doing. Yeah. And know the area. Maps are key. I mean, just be able to do as much research as you possibly can if you're going to a new area. Yeah, that's a huge that's a huge take home, I think. Yeah, yeah sure. And people don't. No. No. And they just expect to show up at the fly shop and be like, Hey, tell me your secret spot. And you're like, <laughs> get out of here, dude. Yeah, get out of here, Kick bro. Kick rocks, dude. Yeah. Freaking, no. They do that all the time, man. And you take, there's a, I saw a really interesting one the other day, but people take guide trips and try and get all the information they can. And they're local where it's like, dude, you, ha you live in town. You have a house in town. Right. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. I've had clients like that. I've, I've taken clients out for one trip and it's like, cool. You supported me one time. You know, you did one trip, but you just bought a house Right. and you were, yes, I'll give you a lot of information. You know, I will, I'll help you out. I'm not going to just not, I'm not going to help you, but you know, still it's like, Come on, man. Yeah. Bro. Come but on. I mean, they have, there's a wealth of knowledge. Like, you can look at hatch tables, things oh, like dude, that. Oh, dude, people are coming out know? with so many different programs these days. At least and you have water an flow idea. tables. And I mean, water flow is a big one, too, to think about water flow. Yeah. I right? mean, and, and it's hard to understand. And maybe we should do a podcast on that someday. You know, uh, that's actually a good point. Yeah. I mean, because it is hard to look at a water flow table and understand what's going on and understand yeah. the mean and median and where it's at right now. And, uh, you know, you can't show up on a right. river. I've done it before, showing up and it's blown out. You're right. like, great. I just drove eight well, hours or yeah, 10 Smith hours. River. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> twice now right. I've done it, you know. 800 like, CFS on a Pleasure Park is nothing. 800 CFS at Taylor's pretty much yeah, not fishable. Exactly. You know, uh, 
it's yeah. tough that's a good point yeah yeah so uh, you have to know the area and yeah call around go hey you know i'm seeing this on the water flow what's that mean tell yeah. me what that means i think people are more inclined to give you information when you like are coming at them with a little base information yeah and they're definitely. just like okay you know like this is why yeah I'm telling you this. The yeah. hard part is I remember, you know, working in fly shops where it's like people would walk in with no idea what's going on. And they're like, hey, give me everything I need. And you're like, dude, <laughs> set me up with some flies. And like, Have you ever fly fished before? Huh? No. And you're like, how do you how do you do this? Well, you're going to need leaders. How do I get those on there? You're like, oh, my god. It gosh, turns into a two hour affair. Oh, yeah. dude. And you're just like, I did not expect yeah. this at you, all. YouTube's nice. If you're yeah. just getting started, you know, you can YouTube things. You can learn how to at least connect your leader to tip it or learn how to connect your leader to your fly line yeah. you know there's there's lots do, of little things i think what we're gonna add, do research yeah. do your due diligence yeah um, for sure you gotta earn your stripes right you do yeah and you're gonna make a lot of mistakes you'll get your ass kicked we a still lot. do uh it still happens yeah winter fishing man <laughs> <laughs> why didn't i do that <laughs> i mean to go back like you said i mean we we're talking about water flows smith river but i mean i sh i drove 10 hours to the green showed up on the green it's running 8500 cfs and it's oh, like oh no whoops that was stupid <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's like ah oh, it's gonna be fine it and was good last year yeah time. exactly <laughs> but it is it was my mistake you know right. it's just like what was i doing right. why did i do that yeah you know and just one of those things we yeah. didn't know our local knowledge we didn't talk to anybody we're like oh dude we're gods we know what we're doing <laughs> no, you show up and you get your ass kicked yeah so long story short check your cfs and get a muff <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly we'll end it there thanks guys yeah.